0: Am I going to do my normal intro? Who knows? No, I'm not, so...
1: Hello, darlings.
0: Oh, there you go, you can do it too. Um, This is episode 470 of Conversation Street, which is a podcast about Coronation Street. And I'm
1: in it, and I'm Gemma, and And he's
0: in it. I'm in it, I'm Michael. And we're
1: talking
0: about episodes.
1: How are you doing?
0: Is that your posh voice?
1: No, no, it's just normal. Oh, yeah, can't have
0: the difference, because you are posh.
1: I'm vaccinated, everybody. I've had my second dose today. I'm feeling, I I can take on the world. I've got got my second vaccine, I've got my post-lockdown haircut, I am ready for anything. And I definitely needed this haircut because it was like Horrible. October, November maybe that I got it done last. And it was, yeah, it was pretty bad, pretty bad. All wiry. And um, but yeah, I'm, I'm okay now. So I feel fresh and I've got a sore arm.
0: Oh dear. That's all right. How are you? Fine. This so is I'll tell you a-
1: what, the worst bit, i told a few people the story today just to gross them out. The worst bit about my hair, having my hair cut was that they didn't trim my ear hair. And when I got home and looked at myself in the mirror to see how lovely my haircut looked, all I could see was these massive strands, these huge tufts of ear hairs um, projecting from my, 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 my ears. And so I had to get rid of those.
0: Now imagine Did how all... I feel because I've been staring at those. I can
1: hear things so much cl- more clearly now. I told
0: you to do that. <laughs>
1: anyway, I'm very presentable now um, and all ready to do a podcast. How's your week, been? Any news? Anything no. going on?
0: So we're talking about episodes oh. of Coronation Street broadcast of the UK oh, no. between the... Tw- Can't 10th top
1: the air, hair story, obviously.
0: On the 14th of May, which is episodes 10,321, yeah.
1: 10,326. Yeah, I'm doing that. I'm doing Can that. I do the quiz? Yeah, if we've got nothing else to talk about. Uh, nope. Let's go.
0: The, right, so this is stuff, again, happened between the 10th and the 14th of May. Here's ending in a one and a six, and this is from coronationstreet.fandom.com. Question number... A, <laughs> 10th of May 1961, David Barlow breaks his ankle during his debut match for which football team?
1: Weatherfield County?
0: Yes, I, I, yes. I, I'm looking for Weatherfield County FC, but I think uh, I'll like accept Thank you. 10th of May 1991, how long has the water been turned off on Coronation Street? Well, you uh, do need you want to, to know in it. days
1: or episodes?
0: You just need to look back on last week's quiz
1: and note the date. I, I cannot look on last week's quiz on oh, note the date because I don't remember. Mm. Um, I'm going to say seven days. No. Nine days. No,
0: three days.
1: Three, what? That's
0: well, water. It's quite essential for life.
1: <laughs> but if it was in last week's quiz and last week was a, a week ago. Maybe
0: it's a
1: trick question. Oh, I guess maybe it was towards the end of last week and we oh, I'm fine. Yeah.
0: When the water is turned back on, it's a disaster for which residents, who'd left their bath taps running, which then flooded the house? What was the
1: date of this?
0: This is the 10th of May,
1: 1991.
0: Duckworths. Yeah, it's always the Duckworths. <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> it was going to be the Ogdens. So the Ogdens, <laughs> the Duckworths and then the Buttersby's. Yeah. <laughs> 11th of May, 1966. Ina Sharples is homeless, so she moves in as the resident housekeeper with which two characters?
1: Oh. Um. Minnie Caldwell. Is that one of them? And. Um, is Bobby the cat a character? Jed Stone. No. No. Minnie wrong. The... Both wrong. Completely wrong. Um. Okay. Um. Martha Longhurst. No. <laughs> I... Who 19,
0: was it then? 1966?
1: Was it was it um, was it Ray Langton this. and Len Fairclough or something?
0: You get one mark. You oh, thank even get you. that. That's
1: very generous of that. you.
0: It's Len Fairclough and Jerry Booth.
1: Oh yeah, okay. I remember that. I vaguely I
0: remember that. 12th of May, 1976. Which character is taken on a tour of the corner shop by Betty with a view to buying it?
1: 1976. Um. Take it. A... Betty, does Betty take this person on a tour? Does it's this... not
0: really that important. Is that it Betty Maggie said? Clegg? No, zero. Winnie <sighs> Bradshaw.
1: Uh, God, oh, yeah, of course, because this is after Maggie oh.
0: Idiot.
1: <laughs> It's going to be one of those weeks, <laughs> it is it? It seems
0: like it.
1: Oh, oh, my arm is so sore.
0: 12th of May, 1986. Thera wins a car in which competition?
1: Um. I'm going to say it's like your best husband ever competition. World's greatest husband, nicest husband in the world. Um I get a point by saying it's a Vauxhall Nova that she won? No. I should. What a competition is okay. it?
0: It's woman. It's husband of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. That's a by point. a Women's
0: Choice magazine. Yeah. But
1: it was a Vauxhall Nova.
0: And Jack entered on her behalf. Yeah. 12th of May, 2006. It's all in chicken. Did you get that? <laughs> Becky Granger steals Blanche Hunt and Fizz Brown's handbags in order to set up which character? Becky's uh, so naughty. Um,
1: I don't know, who would you want to set up? What was the date? 2006. 2006? Don't know. Um, oh, Hooch. DS Hooch. I don't know if they had a beef.
0: So you. Okay, so you think that a. A Nerd You Well Scallywag could Maybe. frame a copper and people would think that it was him who'd stolen women's handbags.
1: Kelly Crabtree?
0: You you don't get a mark for it, but that's right.
1: Oh half a mark. No. Is that mean?
0: Yeah. 12th of May 2011, this is like really important Michael, this is like the Coronation go on, go Street on. version of GCSE. 10 years
1: ago what was going on this week. I'm
0: going to be held responsible for giving you a qualification in Coronation Street what? that cannot be backed up by your actual GCSA's knowledge. GCSEs
1: are cancelled this year Gemma, so you just have to assess Well I'm assess stepping me. in
0: then, with go on. this very important thing. Go on,
1: co-host
0: Alright, 12th of May 2011, <laughs> which character returns to the street for the first time in 43 years?
1: Dennis Tanner. Yes. Oh, Why are you looking
2: so him.
0: confused? For love him. Thirteenth of May, nineteen sixty-one. The cast go to film one location for the first time for an episode to be broadcast later in the month. Where do they go? Blackpool. Yes. You. You look. I tell you what. What your expressions. During this quiz are very interesting because when you know the answer, you often look more confused than you do when you know when you don't know the answer.
1: Go on, keep going, keep going. Thirteenth
0: of May. No, 19... 19... you just
1: give me a zero for that.
0: No, I didn't. Last thing you've written no, down I is No, I put it is, there, it? Michael. Okay. Uh, are you trying to score my scoring? Because I will give you zero <laughs> right, for go that. Got on. Thirteenth go on. of May, nineteen eighty-one. Wedding of which couple who are served their wedding breakfast in the back room of the Rovers?
1: 1981. Mm-hmm. Gotta be Ken
0: and Deirdre. No, I tried to give you a clue. It's Eunice and Fred G. Oh. They have served in the back room of the restaurant. That's just doing
1: really terrible. Because
0: Did was Ken and Deirdre, was Charles
1: and in 1981? How do I know that? Because you like royal things.
0: I don't like Charles okay, and Okay, carry Dinah. on, carry on,
1: let's keep going. 13th
0: of May 1991. Which vegetable does retail? Parsn- parsnip. You're lucky that's the right
2: answer,
0: aren't you? always <laughs> the answer to every question about vegetables yeah. on Coronation Street, just parsnips. I'll, I'll finish the question for the benefit of those listening. Which vegetable does Rita recommend Mavis give Derek as an aphrodisiac?
1: Yeah, easy question.
0: Well, I was ready to protest you complaining that that was too hard because we watched that episode quite recently. 13th of May 2011, Dennis relates the death of which character to Rita?
3: Um.
1: Oh, Elsie Tanner. Yeah. I was thinking, is it Linda? But I think she's still... I think she's, she's still, still alive, isn't she? Out. She's still going. 14th
0: of May, 1986. This is your final question. Ken agrees to walk Susan down the aisle after which character confronts him over his poor parenting?
1: Peter. Mm-hmm. Yes, because he wasn't going to go to the wedding at all, was he? This was um, Susan's wedding with Mike. And um, Ken decided to stay at home and protest, but Peter... Um, made him see the error of his ways. How have I done?
0: You got five wrong out of 14.
1: Eh, nine out of 14. Could be worse. But He's got a birthday coming up, please.
0: Days. 15th of May, Jack Watson, who played Bill Gregory and director Julian Gerald.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: 16th of May, Roy Hard, who was Archie Shotterworth, and Sean Ward, who played Callum Logan. 17th of May, Veronica Duran, who played Marion Yates. She's
1: great, wasn't she? We yeah, like Marion Yates. We did like her.
0: Nineteenth um, of May, Madge Hindle played
1: Meanie Bradshaw. I
0: always get her name wrong. Renee. Uh, Rob Mallard, who's Daniel Osborne the third. Twentieth of May, Betty Driver played Betty Williams. Elizabeth Bradley played Maud Grimes.
1: She's also great.
0: Tina Hobley played Samantha
1: Fairsworth. Not so great.
0: Twenty-first of May, David Lonsdale, who's Peter Barlow the fifth, and another happy birthday to Coropedia. He was created in 2008.
1: Oh, happy birthday to them.
0: Yeah, that's the it. The source
1: of all our knowledge. Uh,
0: the source of good knowledge too. when it comes to
1: Coronation Street. Yeah, but
0: they mind.
1: get 10 out of 10 in the quiz every time, 14 out of 14. Right, um, I think we better get cracking with this week's Street Talk then, shall we? Mm-hmm. Let's go. So, what did you think of this week's Coronation Street? Gemma, like it? As good as last week? Not as good as last week? What do you reckon? find out at the end will not we find find out as we go i thought it was i thought it was okay it was, it was a good week i thought it was a strong week i think i preferred last week more but it was a, a pretty worthy follow up to last week's epicness um and interesting how they still made it all, pretty much all about one story as well because it was we we basically had a good four episodes didn't we where there was or well, four days worth where there was only this story and i i loved how they did that just it just gave it allowed it, so much depth, so much corners, so much little twists. Corners, and, you know, corners to delve into and um, and and, story and stuff.
0: Corners. Yeah.
1: Um, well, it, uh,
0: yeah, that is—it's one story, but it affects all the different characters in different ways. That's
1: so deep. I mean, there were some there were some elements of it that was like. This, this seems a bit like padding, like pretty much everything to do with Summer at the moment. I'm thinking, are they just, you know, adding a couple of Summer scenes with Billy and Todd just to remind us that, you know, she's in the promo picture <laughs> it was, for it. But... It
0: was funny when uh, they were like, Summer, you didn't go to school today. Why weren't you there? And I was like, because I realised I'm 25 and I actually <laughs> don't need to go to school anymore. Dad.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I think she's probably going to maybe come in... um. You know, become important the further along this goes down know, the line, and and Amy as well. I mean, we haven't seen I, a whole lot of perhaps her. Perhaps
0: that picture was a red herring. Not quite sure.
1: Also, if there is a chance that Ardy might be in it more than possibly. Maybe. I don't know, but it was definitely. I mean, it was about it was about Kelly this week, wasn't it? And, and Corey as well, I suppose. It's bit about of, bit of Nina.
0: It, it's become a story about nature versus nurture, and you know, it is a bad upbringing uh is it inevitable that you are going to turn out bad or is it whose fault is it if a child is
1: if you've got a if you've got a, a scar on your eyebrow does that naturally mm. make you a wrong one
0: if your dad gets killed in the woods are you allowed to kill someone else yourself
1: yeah exactly <laughs> Very or interesting. And did we... she
0: kill anyone at all? We don't well, know.
1: Well, exactly. And and we were talking last week about um, you know, are they gonna try and redeem her? Should should we feel sorry for her at all? So, um that was certainly topic of conversation in this house and on the online and everything so I'm sure we'll get into that later but um yeah we will start off with the Aretha Franklin story and I'm I'm still waiting I did have a little look I did a little google image search earlier this week to see if there are any pictures of Seb's or anything just so I could find Aretha Franklin and I could not so maybe it's think, not coming up quite yet. Do you think that there's going to be
0: something like special about his funeral, or do you think that it's just going to be...
1: What do you mean?
0: Well, um, we haven't had any... Like you said, I don't think there's been any pictures of no, no, of his funeral. Not that I've seen. Um, and George was asking Abby today, is there anything... Like, I thought you might... Something, like, something a bit different. Yeah. I can just imagine Abby being the sort of person who says something like, oh, I want balloons and I want everyone to wear nice colours or something. That's all I'm thinking. I I just think there's something about this situation that makes me think that there might be something unusual.
1: Well, I mean, if she does get everyone to dress up in black, then she's just a massive hypocrite, isn't she? For well,
0: exactly. what
1: she's saying Everybody to... Everybody
0: just dressing up as Victorians.
1: Yeah, I'm was, I was surprised she didn't just say Carlo, like, you're one of them as well, aren't you?
0: Well, Carla was wearing a very Gothic-inspired... Um, uh, coat today because she had like this the weird kind of, fault fold, fabric folds on the back which were a kind of very gothicy looking mm. like like Victorian frock coats or something, yeah. And she was like, "Oh Ebby how could you say that?" I was thinking. Yeah, Carla, stand out for yourself and all your gothy friends.
1: <laughs> um we did have a little bit of other some other stories. The Baileys were back this week. Um I've just written down I've called this Return to Glory because it was a return to the Glory storyline. Although I'm still like every time that, that Ronnie and Jenny appear in a scene together, I'm like, you bloody keep your hands off each other. I'm I'm paranoid. I'm convinced something's gonna happen there, and I do not like it. Um but oh. anyway, I know, I know. Oh man, I'll tell you some more about that later. And then, and then we had like three scenes with Sam and Daniel, which were kind of cute today. Um, but I don't know whether that's leading into its own story or whether that's just going to be another little corner for the um, Sharon confidential, Sharon confidential information to go down, which um, they still do want us to remember about. Which we could tell by the way that Sharon, about as subtly as a brick was trying to get information from Toya about Leanne's whereabouts this week, wasn't she? Completely unnecessarily, and kind of spoiling that scene in the Rovers, going, so, do you, do you think you might want to ring up your sister? Hey, what do you think? Ring up your sister, Toya. Oh yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it? And it's like, you, you're not needed. I, I love you, Sharon, but you don't, You don't. Know, we don't need to see you in this story right this week, <laughs> I think. So, Um, as this was a st- uh, another week which was almost wholly dedicated to one story. We'll do the same, I think, for the for the synopsis where we will take a day each and then we'll um we'll you know chat as we go and maybe see if there's any other loose ends to tie up um when we get to the end. So Abby on Monday, she we, we found I think it was ended on Friday last week with us learning about Seb's death. So Abby's just feeling pretty empty on the sofa on Monday morning and Kevin and Debbie are looking right worried about her. Um and then we have Dev breaking the news to Asher and Corey. Um, Asher can see that Corey is looking terrified that he is potentially going to be um, you know well, found guilty of a murder now and we have Tyrone telling Alina and Emma and he's kind of not particularly um, sensitive about the way he, he delivers that news either that
0: they both dated him yeah and she's like, he's like oh yeah by the way and then rushes off and then he comes back later and says oh I'm really sorry I forgot that
1: yeah Um, Corey reminds Asher she's going to have to tell the police that she was with him because it was all about the alibis on Mondays, wasn't it? Not the
0: alihans. The oh What well, was
1: the Alibi Alahan? alahan alibi, wasn't it? There's another storyline title for you. Um and yeah, he says the police are gonna come asking questions now. You were with me, we were at home, we were watching Tenant Together or something, didn't you say? Yes. Which you, you you pointed out on Twitter was an excellent choice because even if you had watched it you wouldn't have understood what was going on anyway. So it's like I'm oh, sorry officer, I can't do I know I watched it. Yeah, but... I watched it, I don't know
0: what happened
1: still. <laughs> and the policeman would be
0: like, Yeah, tell me about it <laughs> So could you hear
1: a word anyone said? No, me either. Of course
0: The sound Asha... mixing on that it's shocking
1: (laughs) of course asha was actually with amy during the incident so she's gonna have to get her on side too she does not look happy about having to do this and she doesn't look happy about having to lie about it in the first place but now getting her friends roped on it
0: i mean in general people weren't happy
1: that that is that is the theme of this week Mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely um roy's with nina later on she's still at the hospital nina only comes out of hospital today doesn't she and she's still just in tears she's bereft um and, and desperate about trying to remember what happened she's got these vague memories and they start to come back as dreams later on in the week but um very handily for plot purposes you can't quite remember exactly what went on on fridays uh, no wednesday's episode
0: i just need to point out that um it really doesn't matter whether she ever re- regains her memory or not because she didn't see what happened she ran away and i kind of forgot and she that. was attacked
1: from behind wasn't she
0: yeah, I don't know if she would know who it was that attacked her, but she was not. didn't seem to be in the same place that Seb was.
1: When? When the beating well, happened? because
0: she ran away yeah. and Seb w- was on the floor.
1: It depends whether she kind of turned and saw who was left. But the left thing is, though, and... for the
0: purposes of a court case, if she witnessed Corey and Kelly, say, kicking Seb and then ran away, you could still get, if a really good lawyer could get, them out of that by saying nobody saw yeah it. and weren't weren't there cases of murders where people um nobody they couldn't decide who it was that stabbed the person so they both got off
2: oh yeah probably but what i'm
0: saying is like um if, if say say cory and and kelly's story was sort of like you know oh somebody else came and did it or we didn't do it or something mm. Um, no, surely, no... surely, unless she's, you know, witnessed the entire thing from beginning to end, she, well, she isn't a witness, is she? She just saw that as she ran off.
1: Yeah, I, I, I guess so. Who who knows? I mean, well, I, this is, I, I mean,
0: I was just, I've just been listening to a podcast about the OJ Simpson trial again, um, which I've listened to loads of different ones and watched so many documentaries. And it really is interesting, the sort of things that they say about, you know, what is, what is evidence, um... And, and what? How could you argue? Like I was listening to is Clark, who was the prosecutor, mm. and she was talking about evidence that she chose to leave out of the O.J. Simpson trial, and she was trying to explain um, some of the things that we left out. We left out because a lot uh, the opposing team we knew could poke holes in it by saying, "Oh well, you know, you, you this, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anything that can have holes poked in it is going to have a hole poked in it because that's what." The defense, the defense is supposed to do.
1: I, uh, you're right. Uh, the the way that the, my my thoughts on this kind of, the way that the story is developed. This week, I I don't want to criticize it for too much because I do think it's a really strong story and it's definitely gonna be it's gonna be up there for sure as one of the stories of the year. But it's all going very kind of neatly down the cliche route of the person who seems to be the one that's most to blame gets away with it for a bit and then he's gonna get caught out. And it seems to me that the the evidence that was briefly mentioned last week that I don't think has even been touched upon this week was the fact that Nina had a trainer mark on her. Yes. One of the doctors said that last week, doesn't they? And that has not been brought up at all. And as soon as they find out that that belongs to, to Corey's trainer, then surely he hasn't got a leg to stand on in no, his trainer.
0: in, in his trainer, <laughs> yeah. and Yeah, and the other... I mean, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but before I forget, the whole thing just seems very odd that... Corey is being believed and Kelly isn't on the basis of who came to the police first. That's no, not is, that, how, is that how it works? I don't believe that's how this works. But anyway, carry on.
1: Um, okay, so Nina's Nina's saying this is this is all my fault, and he's like saying, no, don't blame yourself. The the, the perpetrators will be caught. They'll be punished. Don't worry about it. Um, then we had an odd little scene where Billy has a prey well, with she's, Todd. But No,
0: she's blaming herself at this point for not remembering. Yeah. Not for what Oh, no, happened. well, that's just later on she does that, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Billy has a little pray with Todd later and someone needs to go for a walk. That's one example of what I was saying earlier about the summer scene seeming a little bit that's unnecessary, superfluous. superfluous, cut in Canada. Um, Kevin... Cut
0: in uh, Canada?
1: Oh. Yeah, yeah. Which is going to just make it even harder for the poor Canadian viewers to remember who summer is next time she walks on screen if all her scenes are guys, I don't know. <laughs> so, um kevin's with dev later and he tells him about nina remembering seeing Corey and kelly and some of the others before the attack and dev this is news to dev because he didn't realize just how you know
0: involved they were yeah yeah and it, so kevin tells him to get Asher away from
1: yeah, cory yeah um kelly goes around to see Corey in the flat and she's absolutely terrified at the moment he says why well, don't don't worry about it i, I wasn't there Asher's my alibi so he kind of well he's, it's not like he does he obviously doesn't believe it, but he's he's just telling that story to everyone, no. even the person who he knows no
0: he's knew telling he was her. there he's going look, I'm protecting myself, you need to protect yourself as well yeah, I wasn't there he's you just weren't there. he's
1: just completely cocky about it, isn't he and he he's showing look, it's easy, you just need to say it say I wasn't there get just yourself get yourself an alibi if you can um deny everything it will go away if the police ask about it because you know if you've got an alibi all sorted. Um, Abby meanwhile is with a detective she wants to know why they haven't arrested Corey yet and the others and obviously the the reason for this is because they have to gather enough evidence because once they're arrested you've got 24 hours to charge them is it something like that?
0: I really wish I knew and And every time we talk about anything to do with I think
1: that's the rules
0: the thing is a little bit of knowledge is a dangerous thing as far as Coronation Street is concerned because if you know too much about how the court and justice system works I think you'd just be really annoyed all the time watching this show because sometimes they follow the rules when and it suits them and other times they just bin them out the window.
1: I think that's what they were saying and, and I would have thought that maybe Abby has had enough brushes with the law in the past to have known that herself but I mean she's, her, her, her judgement is clouded at the moment isn't it that's she, she just is, mix. you know wants, wants the revenge um, she says that yeah Abby, Abby's not satisfied with the police officers reasons for why they haven't arrested Corey yet and she says well I'm just going to get some justice myself then Amy goes to see uh, Asher in the cafe. I think, was this the only scene that Amy was in this week? I can't remember. We'll probably find out as we go further. But this um, this was fantastic, because um, Dev comes in and says, you didn't tell me um, that um, Corey being a suspect on this. And Asher says, I, well, look, I I didn't do it. He, uh, he didn't do it. He was with me. And Amy's looking really confused at this point, because she obviously knew that she was with her. And then as soon as Dev leaves, Amy's like, you didn't do it. I'm not being an alibi for you. Sorry, you gotta tell the truth. And I was really I was really proud of Amy for this point. There was no kind of hesitation that there was there.
0: I really thought that that yeah, some people made some really brave decisions this week which weren't predictably cliched, like normally I feel as though it would have Amy would have gone. Oh dilemma time, and then she wouldn't yeah. agree. I could just
1: imagine, like then, if like, it was say
0: pensive for a few. Exactly, episodes. yeah. If it was
1: like Sarah Lou in this position, oh, that you know maybe Adam's been up to mischief again, and Sarah's been like, "Oh, what do I do? What do I do?" And Amy's like, "Sorry, hey. no, I'm not lying to the police." Good on you. I mean, it's not well, going to get you character actually, of the week though. this week, Amy, but moment. Of all
0: the people involved in this, she's got the least reason to lie. Like, why would she? It makes no sense. She's not being offered anything apart from a risk. Yeah. getting in trouble with the police. So logically, but, you know, the peer pressure of doing something for your friend... um
1: Yeah, and peer pressure is, is the key in this whole thing, isn't it? I mean, that's going to come up when we talk about whether how much to blame Kelly may or may not be. Was she peer pressured into Toya, it? So yeah, you
0: it? can't peer pressure someone into murdering.
1: <laughs> you can it's if not, you try really it's not hard.
0: A, I don't buy it as an excuse. <laughs> I really don't.
1: Um, so we, then we add um, Toya coming home. Um, and Kelly is packing a getaway bag, and it's it's not just an escape for toys. Veggie lasagna, three nights on the trot. I did wonder whether you know Kelly opens the fridge, and there's a a veggie lasagna defrosting there, and Kelly's like, "I've had I'm enough leaving. of this.
0: I'm leaving. I'm out
1: of here." No, she's 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 on the run because it's all getting too over the top for her, and um and uh, toys like, "Oh, you, what's going on here?" Then <laughs> summer, meanwhile tells Todd about Corey speaking to her the other day and that was the time he kind of schmoozed in and tried to charm her into telling her that everything was going to be okay. Um, but, you know, you don't want to get caught up in this. You were in a stolen car. Um, and Todd says that you just need to be careful what you say here, Summer.
0: Todd's been struck off from being a solicitor and I've kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah, I about forget this. that
1: as well, actually. So, um, yeah, i completely <laughs> forgotten about that. Todd does have, you know...
0: Legal background. Legal,
1: yeah, he, so he, he knows his stuff.
0: I don't think he's actually... The thing is, though... He shouldn't really be able to give out legal advice because he's not qualified, but at the same time, what they're going to do... charge for it. No, what they're going to do about it. Yeah. Take his that, take his licence away. Too man, I completely
1: forgot. About it. I wonder I wonder whether that will be called upon.
0: I do wonder. I I don't think it will do, but I, I mean...
1: mean I, I can't see any reason why Summer is going to risk getting into any trouble and, and Todd's going to have to offer her advice because I think everybody... N- nobody believes that...
0: Summer's involved.
1: involved and I don't I don't know how they can possibly twist it to make it's, it that she is involved. It does involved. feel
0: as though this mystery's got very small very quickly.
1: Yeah, because all of the people who were there have admitted that they were there. Haven't Apart they? from
0: Kelly and Corey.
1: Well no, they've said that they were there. They they've been to the No, pl- I know,
0: but no, yeah, but Corey's saying it wasn't me, it was it was Kelly, and Kelly's saying it wasn't me, it was yeah. Corey. And so the whole thing has turned from um, you know, oh, who was it that did it? of mm. all these people, who was it, to just two people.
1: Yeah, and, and they have said, they fine. have confirmed that neither Asher nor Summer were there with them as well, haven't they?
0: Which is weird, because I'd be like, right, I'm dragging everyone down with
1: me. <laughs> um, Kelly is back with Toya still, and she's like saying, Look, would you lie for me? This is, this is the this ultimate really... foster mum test. And then Toya's like, what, what on earth? Before she can get a chance to find out what this is about, the police come round and says, well, I'm not lying for you imran will help where he can he's a lawyer, don't you know cops yeah. arrest kelly for assault and murder
0: yeah and this then is this... when toya finds out that seb's dead because she didn't know before now
1: no yeah monday's episode there's just various people finding out yeah um
0: but it wasn't it sometimes cory does this in kind of a monotonous way i can't remember who it was but there was a there was a character that everybody found out or some some news that people just kept finding out and it was like yeah they're all having exactly the same reaction Or they're just—it's just us watching them get told something. Whereas this was people finding out in different ways, Mm. um, which was interest more interesting.
1: Yeah. Um, So Kelly's getting dragged into the cop car. She's uh, totally falling apart because she—we've seen her guilt already. Even like on Friday's episode last week, she, we, we still as a viewer. Even though we're being led to believe quite strongly that Corey was the one who has, did you know, yeah. did everything here. We've we've seen that Kelly is still feeling very, very guilty Can about I, being involved in it.
0: Has Kelly said I didn't do it?
1: Um, I think so. Yeah, she has. She said she she told the police on Wednesday's episode I, I was there, I was laughing, I stopped laughing when oh, he okay. was started kicking her, I tried to pull him off, he were misses and then um yeah. Okay, go so on, sorry. So um, oh, there's the Tyrone and Elena bit there. Oh, they do. They, 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 have, a do little, they have a little, little Victoria little... Gardens um memorial. I mean, maybe they should ask Alia for help on how to properly grieve just the unexpected loss of a boring character that everybody kind of says they like at the last minute.
0: You just light a candle and
2: cry. You
1: cry for a couple of months, solid. Yeah. yeah. Um, Abby's speaking with Nina later, and I've I've really found it interesting seeing the interactions with them because. Abby was. Abby thought Nina was the bee's knees up until just recently, didn't she? And we, then we've Tip- just seen typical the typical blooming mother-in-law. To so tell you that, <laughs> like a,
0: Kind on a,
1: on
0: dime.
1: She's she's just desperate to know anything that Nina can remember, any detail, however, however small it is. Roy doesn't look at all comfortable with this grilling that his niece is receiving, but Nina says, "No, I I want to remember. I want to. I want to tell you." Imran, meanwhile, is arriving home just in time to see Kelly getting carted off to the uh, to the cop shop. Toya tells him about Kelly asking her to lie for her. Asher also sees that as well. Um, and so Asher goes back home, well, goes back to the flat and finds Corey there being interviewed by a detective. And she says, this was brilliant. She's like, yeah, I was there. I was with Corey. And then there's kind of like a beat and she's like, no, I wasn't. I was with Amy. And th- th- this is a brilliant moment but, as well.
0: Yeah, she says, Corey would never have done it. Yeah. He's, he's gentle and would never be violent. But but I wasn't here.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much she actually believes that. It felt it feels like she actually honestly does believe that. I think believe
0: she believes that. it. I don't, I, she I she think... knows
1: that... Although, I mean, we did have that great scene on, was it Friday episode last week, when he asked her to lie and she goes and has a little panic attack outside Preston's petals. So I think she knows that he's capable of... More than just this nice guy persona that he's putting on, but maybe she doesn't, she doesn't realize just how bad it can be. Or she... well,
0: it's difficult to imagine anybody being capable of something like that, especially
1: that somebody that you're close to. But yeah, I was again, l- like I was proud of Amy, very very proud of Asher. For I was really
0: proud of saying her, saying that doing I didn't this. think
1: that she would do that. No, me too. I thought I that surprised. she would string it out for a bit, which kind of ties into what you said about things moving surprisingly quickly in yeah, the story this, this is week. Strange. Yeah, um, I,
0: I'm not complaining.
1: Yeah, so she she has a bit of a, well what have I done moment when she realizes that thanks to her, Corey's now um been been arrested and I think um she's probably terrified about what will happen if Corey when he out. if and when he gets out and he's gonna blame me for this. Um so Abby Abby and Kevin are back at number thirteen later. Abby completely losing her mind over this. She knows it's not Nina's fault, she but she just remember. wants to know. And and as yeah, that she doesn't remember, she just wants to know. But I think as as the week goes on and as Abby hears more about maybe the motivations behind the attack. She and, and she's not getting there's any no answers. Maybe, there's no
0: maybe about
1: it. Yeah, she she starts to be less understanding of poor Nina. Um And we have a great scene where the forensics are going around looking for evidence in the flats. Toy is just kind of sitting there watching as people go in and out. Same with Asher and Amy. Just I don't know whether you're allowed to do this. Just watch the forensics that do they their they thing. I would let have thought you that you they thought that they tape it all up and like police line, do not cross, but.
0: You know, I think that they can, especially be... especially during
1: COVID times. Although maybe they, they did have quite a good set of PPE on, I suppose.
0: I think sometimes we expect police to be do like they do in the in the on TV and stuff, but I I don't know that it ever is quite as as um what's the word.
1: Um. Finite. I don't know.
0: I you know there's certain levels of. Um, how seriously you take something. I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm, I've kind of lost.
1: We, we've never had forensic people, police around. But what our I'm house saying so is, like,
0: when you hear about other crimes that have taken place, and the police come round, like, say, say you get burgled and and the police come round, you'd expect them to like take fingerprints or something. But they they don't. They just look at it and go. Or even if they they might not even bother coming around. I know this is a murder, but I'm just all I'm saying is that I think we have a certain idea of what it looks like.
1: I wanted, I wanted to see a chalk outline on the floor, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um so the But yeah. The, moving on, Mr. Corey comes to the station. What was it, Stefan? I couldn't remember his name at that point, so I've written Mr. Corey here. Evil
0: Corey Dad Man.
1: Yeah. Um he's managed to put down his phone in the business calls because this is quite important now. Well oh,
0: it's good to it's not print day, isn't it? It's Monday, so
1: he's yeah. fine. Corey says to him, Look, Kelly's gonna try and blame me about this, Dad, what am I gonna do? And and Stefan is very self assured and said everything's gonna be fine. This is this also seems to be a story a bit about how the um the, the rich the privileged can get away with things you know you can I buy know, yourself is, freedom I't
0: it's definitely a theme of this but you know I'm going to point out that Kelly people keep acting as though Kelly is some kind of orphaned wafy kind of street urchin but she's not she's had a very privileged upbringing as same as Corey has with kind of neglectful parents Mm-hmm. She used to live in a massive house with her with her Lone dad who was a dad. loan shark. And she's landed on her feet because she's being fostered with a bloody lawyer. Mm. So um yeah Corey's definitely flexing his privilege here, but to to kind of juxtaposition it against Kelly and claim that she is some kind of disadvantaged yeah, woman yeah you're is, right you're right it's false i'm afraid mm, mm. it's not it's i don't know if cory's trying to make it into that but i haven't forgotten that that i mean you only have to look at how well turned out and polished
3: laura, laura
0: is. is to know that this family is not hurting for money either
1: mm, yeah that's true um then we have the scene where the detective goes to tell Abby that they've made some arrests but they can't give us seb's things back yet
0: including his body
1: Yes. Um, Asha goes to visit Nina and Roy in the hospital again, and Nina is very, very snippy with Asha because she says, you were going to lie about being with Corey. Sorry, uh, I can see, you know, where your loyalties lie here. She's very, very emotional about this. And Asha says, no, no, I promise I'll be there for you, whatever you need. Um, But I really don't think it was Corey that did this. And Nina can't believe what she's hearing because she knows, she, she doesn't know, she can't remember, but she like, there's no way convinced.
0: you can't just
1: rule it out. Yeah, that Corey was because something she also, to do with this.
0: like, and Ash is giving him the benefit of the doubt, but Nina obviously wouldn't.
1: No, exactly. Nina says, I'll never forgive you. So dramatic. Um, Corey gets interviewed next. He he's no comment in his way all the way through it upon his dad's advice I suppose and, and Stefan is watching very very carefully during this and I I still can't decide as the week goes on whether Stefan believes that Corey actually did it or not. I think it's it seems kind of like it's kind to him. of yeah it kind of is he and he he's not he's saying to Corey look you you didn't do it don't worry it's going to be fine but again he maybe also, he's just saying it to try and convince himself you know so that he doesn't even
2: but he
0: seems like a, a very kind of focused. Problem solving sort of man. Mm. Like we were introduced to him previously, and he kind of doesn't seem to have an emotional connection to to things. Like when Dev was trying to talk to him about their their children, he was you know busy trying to do business calls and stuff. And instead of instead of addressing the emotional issues at hand, he said, um, "Oh well, you know." that they can move out then if if the problem is you having a problem with them living with us then they can just have their own place which clearly doesn't solve the emotional issue that dev had but it certainly solves the the, the you know the the skeleton of the problem so when evil cory dad is sitting there with his son i imagine that he is just thinking problem equals cory accused of murder how do we get him out of this accusation
1: yeah whether not he did it or not
0: irrelevant it's totally irrelevant to the problem solving the problem to him whether he did it or mm, not
1: mm. yeah that's true um we have abby um opening seb's wedding well, day on, no, we speech haven't got all
0: the way through it
1: oh well, yeah the yeah, detective ha- the detective got an
0: alibi yeah ha- he hasn't got an
1: alibi but the detective says that you were just trying to prove to your mates how hard you were and, and Corey's like i didn't do it tell him dad um yeah, so things aren't looking good for Corey at this point. Abby um, gets this envelope, doesn't she? It gets posted through the letterbox earlier on in the day, and it's it's Seb's speech. So she, uh, she, she um, dissolves into tears oh, yet again no, as she reads police it. No, the priest gave it
0: to her because they photocopied
1: it. Oh, did they? Oh, I missed that. Okay, fine. Yeah, so um, yeah, she has a bit of a cry. Um, so
0: she reads it out, doesn't she? She says, "I wanted to hear him say it."
1: Yeah, it was another very, very nicely written speech. Yeah, even made even more tragic by his. Uh, Sad, the fact unfortunate that he's dead, passing yeah. um, Asha goes home and tells Dev about Corey being arrested and is like I need to move back home dad I'm out of my depth here and Dev nods lovely Dev,
0: Dev's uh, like I've already love
1: Dev Sorry, already is, forgiven you
0: this is Coronation Street there are three grown men living in your bedroom
1: <laughs> um,
0: space is at a premium <laughs>
1: uh, Toya is uh, th- this. then we have the scene with Toya and Jenny in the rovers and that's when Sharon's sticking her neb in saying I want to be in the story this week um, and, and, and Jenny's just telling Toya that she needs to trust her own judgement over what to do because Toya throughout the week we get to see really um, battling
0: batters being
1: she she can't decide whether or not to
0: Champion. Stick, to,
1: to stick with Kelly because yeah. she kind of thinks that maybe she did something and you know we've only been foster parents for a little while do I pull out now do I do I, do I stick with her because she is, I made a promise to her, which is what Imran's saying? We'll, we'll talk
0: about it later. Because um, I
1: have thoughts about this Oh, well. OK. Um, <laughs> we, we have a little scene with Fizz and Ty. There was a scene earlier in the episode, wasn't there, where Fizz sees Tyrone with some flowers and is like saying, oh, are they, are they for your girlfriend, Delina? And Ty's like, no, it's for... For, it's Seb, for Abby, Actually, you're
0: horrible.
1: But then they kind of have a bond at the No, at the but memorial. I think then
0: she gets annoyed with him because... Yeah, yeah, she does. He's a dick.
1: Yeah, she, she does, but they, they have a little bonding moment. At the, yeah, at the but memorial. then he's a dick. Yeah, yeah, yes, he does he is. Hello. Um <laughs> just getting that in there. Um Corey is livid to see Asher back at home later well, packing Corey's her stuff up. From... Yeah, he's been he's been bailed. He's not again, he's not been arrested yet because they're still collecting the evidence. Um Imran he been
0: bailed then if he's not arrested or has he just been let go? Uh, yeah,
1: well, I don't know. Well, there's a difference. I don't know the legal I know but there's
0: a difference.
1: Yeah, no he's not been charged with it, I think, so I suppose it's not but yeah, he's just been let go, so no. hasn't yeah. he? Imran's debriefing Toya about everything and that doesn't mean she's getting her pants <laughs> off. <laughs> Um, they've all been released under investigation, he says, but this isn't the end. It's just the beginning, which definitely Put sounded, in a trailer that definitely sounded like a trailer. I'm, has there been a trailer for no, this I don't story? I don't so. even I haven't seen well, one. well this will there be good for the clip been shows one. yeah, it must maybe yeah. this was for the awards. Clips. Oh maybe Charlie yeah. uh, So Abby sees Corey at the end of the episode Being taken to his parents house in the police car And she cannot believe that he killed her boy And now he's being allowed out And she kind of chases the car dramatically down the cobbles And sobs as it drives off like So his, sad,
0: like a, like a dog when their owner goes to work
1: Yeah why? Why? Sally What Wasn't she fantastic throughout the week She Absolutely. was last week as well I don't know whether we, we praised her enough last week but, There um,
0: are so many so, fantastic so actors good. On this show
1: yeah, I, I, I
0: loved her. So on Wednesday, Abby's been up in the middle of the night. She can't sleep. Kevin is seeing that she's torturing herself, but she won't come back to bed. Um, Toya and Imran remind everybody that they are out of their depth over Kelly. They're not quite sure what to do. Billy is starting to think that he hasn't spent enough time this summer, and that's why she's going around murdering people. And he wants to bond <laughs> with her a bit more to perhaps divert her um, evil intentions. <laughs>
1: Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> okay. It's like, look,
0: if you try drugs, they're great. Don't do violence, do drugs. <laughs> they're really easy to get off of. I've do not me even give you want to give your uncle a ring? <laughs> Nina is trying to discharge herself from hospital because she she feels like stir crazy. She wants yeah, she's to get restless. out. She's, she's just sitting there with her thoughts. And Roy says perhaps she should. Uh, stay here because she keeps like wincing and holding her well she her talks sides. about
1: um that like she keeps imagining these alternative realities i think is the phrase that she uses It's like what if we didn't go down this way what if yeah. i hadn't and in and, and all the situations it's like what if i hadn't done this he yeah. would still be alive yeah. so when abby starts later in the week, pretty much Say blaming it, her and saying thing, yeah. it was your fault then what it just he confirms her, her worst fears
0: so Kevin calls Sal to come around to talk to Abby as their mates. And so Sally says, let's have a walk. And Abby says, no, I want Corey and Kelly to get arrested and I want my son back. Well, that's not possible, but you can go for a walk. She says, um, everybody's worried that I'm going to take drugs again. I I can tell that you that's all you're, what you're thinking. But when I think about that, I just imagine Seb as a young boy pleading with me not to take them. So I'm not going to go off on score." that's stopping me.
1: I hope that she's right about this. I think
0: she is. I think this is addressed now and been put to bed because this is this can't be a story that turns into Abby's on drugs because we've had Abby's on drugs. Oh yeah, I mean it
1: was it was earlier this year that she stole up that morphine wasn't it when she was in hospital before and we were worried was that i think i thought it was this year I i'm know. losing track of things now but yeah we we were we worried that that was going to be her falling off the wagon again and lucky it didn't particularly go down i think this route, is a but...
0: convincing thing for her to say yeah you know um but you know equally would have been just as realistic for her if not more realistic for her to turn Yeah, to but I,
1: I can't be dealing with that not no no with...
0: it's not it's not the story it's not about that mm. I, I don't want that to happen Kelly comes over to see Corey, and he says, "Um, Do you know where my phone is? It's with the police, and they're all going to be checking my social media and stuff, and you better have deleted all your stuff and things like that and kelly says um i think I think um i, I we should confess, which makes me wonder what she says they what she thinks they should confess about There's Stefan in there Stefan bursts, yeah, but she, yeah, but." What it, you'd, you'd have to be a naive idiot, and I don't think Kelly is, to say to somebody that you were only accessory to murder, we should confess. Hmm. Like, that's going to get him in a lot more trouble than it's going to get her. Yeah. And he's adamant that he's not going to, so why would he listen to her suggesting that they should confess? It makes no sense. No?
1: Yeah, I, get, I mean, I think maybe she's saying, look, if we both go and... Yes, we, we know it was you that did it, but you'll, they'll, be, they'll, they'll go be easy, easy and, on you.
0: <clears throat> well, Stefan, evil, evil Cory dad, bursts in and says, what the hell do you think you're playing at? <laughs> Abby is getting phone calls from wedding suppliers and people sending her sympathetic messages and she's absolutely fed up with it. And I, this, I can totally imagine this. I can imagine me being like this because I absolutely hate it when something bad happens and people say, oh, I'm sorry. I just I hate it makes me so cross.
1: Mm, you just want to be left alone.
0: <laughs> it's nobody's fault. I, like, I hate it when you read stuff about, like, oh, what what to say and what not to say when someone's grieving. Because nobody knows what to say, really. Mm. And nobody should feel bad about what they do say. But I can definitely um, sympathise with this. Um, she mentions she hasn't listened to Seb's entire voice message yet. And Kevin says, you don't have to. You don't need to. He goes to get some milk, so she listens to it. So, you know, she's just a contrary, isn't she?
1: Yeah, and we don't get to see at this point what the end of the message is.
0: So, Stefan tells Ke- Kelly, don't, do not contact my son again. Delete all his contacts, social media, etc. Leave him alone. So she drops off, and then um, Stefan says to Corey, you can't let um, her drag you down. You're innocent. Um, and if you were nearby, forensics will be able to pick up the yeah, they're going to find were...
1: evidence very easily. I mean, you might he, he, we saw that he put his trainers in the wash, but
0: anyway, I mean, th- there's a lot more than that. So, you need to go in and you need to tell them what happened. So, get your story across first. And um, it's obvious that this story is not going to be the correct story.
2: Mm.
0: Abby, Kevin sees Abby driving off somewhere and it turns out she goes to the police station so she can stand in the... Um, <clears throat> Stand in the foyer, like a really creepy version of, um, who's it, John the Cusack with the um, boombox box on the lawn playing that romantic music to win the lady's affections. Whereas (laughs) this is Abby holding up a a phone with the last dying message of her son to the police. Other evidence. What?
1: Well, it's, it's the message with the son plus Nina shouting out Seb, and then we hear Seb grunting as he's getting the. The ten bells beaten out, kicked out of him, and there is a girl laughing.
0: Yeah, um, Evelyn's back. She's been to isolation, and Kirk, despite having lived through a pandemic, doesn't <sighs> know where that is.
1: They don't even try on with him anymore, are they? Honestly, how some, did how did that get green lit? That line, that did was anybody the find that funny?
0: Some people did. I saw some people saying that was funny. It's
1: like. Seriously,
0: it just beggars belief that he could not know what that what isolation means.
1: There were a couple of things in that because scene. Because also, that isolation doesn't sound
0: it, like a place name.
1: No, it's, it's like just the construction
0: of the English language would indicate to you. Oh, that the
1: other thing that I didn't like in that scene was the tired cliche of the cream horns, wasn't it? And I know that you know we're just as bad about stupid <laughs> things like that. But we've
0: got no leg to stand on.
1: But we're not professional flagship drama for ITV. I no, think uh
0: We're not primetime ITV. You can do better
1: than this coronation street. Soap
0: drama on one of the biggest weeks of the year.
1: I feel I feel so bad for Andy Wyman that he has to give lines like that, honestly.
0: I think the only reason that um Roy Even sells cream horns is for the comedic value.
1: Oh totally. That's why the only reason they're stone nickers at underworld.
0: Yeah. So, um so Kirk's there being a div. And Roy, and Evelyn's like, huh, what a div. And then Roy <laughs> says, don't have a go at him just because he's a div. This is what happened. This is why Seb is dead because people can't tolerate those that are different and stupid. Yeah,
1: Roy really gets his knickers in a twist for I didn't for that like this. Though, so I thought it was it. really clumsy. Why?
0: Because it was like, oh, really, Roy being sarcastic about somebody to, talking about a cream horn and not knowing what isolation is is not the same thing as booting somebody to death because of what his what his girlfriend. I think was Nina wearing.
1: says she's he's as thick as a cream, one of your cream horns or something, and and I think it mate, wasn't I,
0: even a zinger, was it?
1: No, it's it, like
0: it's, if you're going to get your knickers in a twist about something, don't get it in such a poor
1: joke as that I, I get how this has probably been playing on Roy's mind since the, the fact that yep. maybe they were attacked because of the way she looks and everything and, and he did have that lovely scene with Evelyn later on where he talks about Haley and how she had to fight prejudice all her life and everything but um, it seemed like a little bit unnecessary conflict. But hey, Evelyn's back, so I'm yeah. Not I mean, it was much.
0: it was um as you say resolved very quickly, so it wasn't too much of a big deal. But I just thought it was clumsy. It
1: was weird how um she said she's been in isolation as well because the last thing we heard was she went off jet setting train. with um with her friend James, didn't she?
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, so I don't know. What was the good thing? Oh, it Kirk, I I did kind of like when Kirk was telling Evelyn, or oh, have you heard that Tyrone and Fizz have split up?" And she's like, "Oh, really? I had no idea." And he didn't. And he thought Indeed. she was being serious, that and then was she gave funny. him a funny look. But
0: okay, so um, yeah, I guess it was in character because Roy does seem to fly off the handle, yeah, in a kind of inappropriate way sometimes about things that are.
1: He, he I think it, it's, it's very like in, It's emotion. in character for him to you know fight for the. Um, you know, the
0: underdog, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know, but it just felt like it uh, came out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, it did, it did.
0: Um, Kelly sees Imran and Toya talking about her, and she thinks they're trying to get rid of her. And they say, No, we're trying to do what um, was best for you, but there's going to be a risk assessment
1: about whether you can stay here with us or not. It?
0: Oh, I thought it's to do with the lasagnas. <laughs> They've heard that we're feeding you vegetable lasagna five times a week, so they're coming to do a risk assessment. <laughs> to see if you're protein deficient. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's going to be a risk assessment. And right then, Laura turns up. This is Laura Nealon, um, her Kelly's mom. evil mum who who did a runner. He
1: swans in and out of the programme every you know, four or five months or so.
0: Um, police are keeping Abby's phone while they identify the voices that are on the message. And they'll let her know when they work out who they are. Um, Laura was like, I think she's like, she's so infuriating, but I think people, like, she kind of reminds me of real people that are like this, because she's like, look, don't have a go at me, I just wanted a break from, from being a mum, it's difficult, you don't know what it's like, I heard about all this kerfuffle, so I thought I'd come right over to be, be a good mum, and, um, Toya and Imran are trying to stand their ground, and Laura's like, you guys are rubbish foster parents, I leave, I leave for like six months, turn around, and my daughter's murdered somebody, it's all your fault. And Imran says that we're going to go incorporate with the police, and Laura says, "No way! That's the last thing you should be doing."
1: Yeah, it's a shame because I think if um, if if Kelly had gone to the police when she initially wanted to, maybe she could have got in there first before Corey had said his thing. And you know, as because, we know, the yeah. police believe the first person to say something. Yeah, it's, it's the, just easier <clears throat> that way. It's
0: like the first, look, I've written this down now. If I, I'm not going to change it. People coming to me with all these different additions and stuff. No, he's going to go with I what the first
1: person said.
0: I'm not an editor. I'm a police officer.
1: I think that um, I think that Sam is going to build like a time machine. He's going to be like stereo on Family Guy, mm-hmm. and then they can go back. Kelly can confess first, and yeah. that's how she's going to get out. of I this. think
0: we've. I think we said that. Um, Sam's going to build a Stewie time machine before on this podcast and I can't remember why but I think that there's no coincidence that that idea keeps cropping into our heads <laughs> we can manifest it as reality if we keep talking about it yes so um, Abby so Corey comes into the police station where Abby's there waiting for a phone I guess um, and she sees Corey coming in with, with her dad, his dad and she leaps up and has a go at him and Stefan's like leave my son alone he did no wrong and Corey says dad Stop. It's time I told the truth. So, the police then want to speak to Kelly and Laura says, I'm taking her there. Goes off with her. Yeah,
1: they want to speak to her as a result of whatever it is that Corey has said and we <laughs> yeah. at this point we don't know what he's said.
0: We're going guess though, can't we? Yes. Evelyn comes back to the cafe. Roy's calmed down. but Oh he's yeah,
1: this is the bit we said about earlier, wasn't it? Talking him? about,
0: oh, there's so much hatred in the world. I was baffled that people were so nasty to Haley, and they didn't even know her. This is what I don't get. I don't find this baffling at all people are cruel and it, it's so easy to be cruel to somebody that you don't know it's the easiest thing in the world mm. it's more likely that people will be cruel to you when they don't know who you are than it is if they do
1: Roy, Roy's you know he everything's very black and white in his head I isn't know. it if, it's like, if, if I don't think that why do other people I know think I don't I way? just
0: find sometimes I do find that I don't I find it a bit annoying on Coronation Street when Something bad happens, and then we have to listen to people saying, I can't believe that people would do such a thing. Like,
1: (laughs) we've had that with the Baileys a few times as well, haven't we? Like, all this world that we are. can't
0: believe it. You can't believe it. After after, like literally witnessing murders, stabbings, affairs, fires, kidnappings, hostages. You can't believe that people You still can't believe that people are are horrible. (laughs) Okay. so now i've lost where i am oh he's like oh and nina now what what will she do will she ever be the same again i hope so but it looks like she's having a bit of a crisis but you know you've got to have the crisis before you can get through the other side
1: she'll be fine she'll be she's going to
0: be like a. she's going to turn herself into chrysalis and she'll come out like a butterfly
1: she's going to be moshing it up by the end of the year i guarantee
0: (laughs) hopefully um, it's not very good. It's not really a very good moral of the story if Coronation Street is like, and so she stopped dressing like a goth and everything Everyone was fine from then her. on.
1: <laughs> Everyone judged her on her personality and she's just great. So. Yeah,
0: so it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Toya is trying to, trying to tell Imran that they've done all they can later. He's very idealistic and he feels bad and he feels like they've let her down. Um,
1: yeah, he's a bit. he goes on a bit of a moral crusade this week, doesn't he? He's like, well, I've made a vow to protect my daughter.
0: Billy comes around and says, Laura was coming, banging on my door, wanted to speak to Kelly. And when she turned up, she didn't even realise that Kelly was in trouble. She didn't come back because Kelly needed help. She came back it for a different It was just a soap
1: coincidence that she happened to come back at the same time. Who'd thought that?
0: Well, we'll find out what happens in a minute. Paul finds Summer... In Victorian gardens, saying, "Oh, I wish I'd never been there. It, it's all my fault because I should have made Kelly leave when I left." Um, I don't think that would have had any impact on it whatsoever. Why? So, well, because she, what 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 would have happened differently?
1: Well, she, Kelly wouldn't have been involved in it, and she's she's been Kelly's friend, hasn't she?
0: Yeah, but the thing is, though, why is she so loyal to Kelly? Oh, if only I hadn't let my friend be a murderer.
1: I don't think that Summer's the sort of person that's got lots of friends.
0: I know she needs to get some. She needs to go online and just make some friends on the internet or something. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean. I can get what what she's. I can, but she hasn't examined it very far. If she's stopped at, oh, it was my fault that Kelly killed somebody. But
1: it's also like she. I I, I yeah. If if I if Kelly had gone, then if if Kelly hadn't had gone. And yeah, she would have just been right out of it. That's all it is. I think.
0: I know, but it's still kind of admitting in a way that you think your friend is is like such a a weak minded person that it was purely a matter of circumstance as to whether she turned mm. into a murderer or not. <laughs> really, it's down to Kelly to not kick someone to death, not Summer to stop her from being in the vicinity of a kicking. <laughs> Imran's room is at the police station. Calls, calls Laura out over what Billy had told him, which was apparently that Laura's bloke kicked her out. And so she's just coming looking for her daughter so she can, I don't know, get benefit. I don't know. Well, she certainly was only there because she didn't have anywhere to yeah. live. Um, and he says, I'll, you know, I'm going to tell Kelly why she's really there if you, just, if you don't let me represent her. So she relents and um, he goes in for the interview with Kelly. She denies having anything to do with it, says it wasn't her. Police say, that's strange, because your clothes are covered with blood. And we've just had a detailed account of the attack that puts you as the main driving force. So they leave them alone, Kelly and Imran, and he says, you have to tell the police exactly what happened. And she says, I can't, because you'll hate me, and Toya will hate me as well. And he says, I vowed to care for you when I took you in, and I will have your back, whatever. So Kelly decides to tell the truth, and I still don't know whether this is the truth. This seems. I a bit think convenient. it is. It
1: felt like it was to me, and, and I'm not necessarily happy that. We're I think this is a bit cowardly. Can I say I think this, this is cowardly?
0: So, so, basically, Kelly says I wasn't anything to do with what happened. I I think it's really cowardly of Coronation Street to not have somebody who is kind of semi sympathetic being um, the perpetrator of a crime. Because I think it's really important for us to um, think about the fact that many of us would rather it was Corey by himself, because we'd rather believe that this guy who's got a bad personality and is an unlikable person and is also a, a man, we'd rather he was the sole perpetrator than this crying, beautiful blonde girl who's had it tough. Do you know what I'm saying? yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't buy it. I think in real life, I think she would have booted him.
1: I think so too. I
0: think she would have got
1: I caught think up in it. That from what we'd seen of her before the attack, I mean, she she had already hit Nina. Yeah, she, she
0: was she the was, one. Honestly, she instigated the violence. She in the was beginning.
1: drunk. She was. Yes, yeah, she was trying to impress Corey as yeah. well, and she thought, "I can have him. Um, I can have any man I want." And they didn't. I, I don't. I don't to buy kill Seb. I don't buy that she you know wouldn't have put a little boot in.
0: I honestly, and I think that it's it feels a bit. Um... But
1: I think we're supposed to be, be. I think we're supposed to believe that she didn't. It's just but a little
0: convenient,
1: isn't it? I, it's weird because it's like, it it seems like the only two outcomes at the moment that there are is she gets sent down for murder and Corey's gets off scot free, or she's completely, you know, let off all charges and and, and, and sanctified and. Everything's hunky dory for her, but I still mm. think that she absolutely should get into. She's culpable. Yeah, she is. I think so. I, uh, yeah. Well, there
0: was isn't that we we were sent a link on Wikipedia about.
1: I can't remember criminal... what it's called now.
0: Basically, it's if you were involved in a crime that ended up with dire consequences, you can be in you can be charged for yeah. the worst, whether power or power. not you were. Whether or not you did it yourself, the fact that you were involved in something that could have... Like, there was an example of, say, two people were involved in a a, a streetcar race, and one of them knocks over and kills a pedestrian, and they both get charged with reckless... And, Mm, like, mm. whatever it is. What's it called?
3: Reckless driving
0: driving and um, manslaughter, is it? They would both get charged with the same crime, because from the law's perspective, they were both... Being in, um, they, were, they both exhibited the same behaviour, and it was kind of only luck that one of them. Mm. But that just seems wrong, honestly. That just seems wrong to me. But I don't really care because I'm never going to be in a street race.
1: But yeah, I do, I do definitely, definitely think that Kelly's. But by should. the
0: law, this makes Kelly just as culpable as Corey. So it's irrelevant as to whether she actually did kick him or not.
1: But she not only does she say that she didn't kick him, but she says I was trying to I was trying to get him off it. I was begging him to stop. Well,
0: let me just say. So she says, oh, we were just messing around. We followed them, but we were just like shouting at them. And she stuff. said it was
1: just verbals.
0: It was only verbals. It was so just spants. I was just banter about her being a goth, but it was armless. Um, and then Eli shoved Nina down and gave and. Um, then they gave chase and then cory pushed seb down and then he started kicking him and summer wasn't there um and i was like don't do it please stop and um i was told i was t- horrified honestly i can't believe it and the detective says that's funny because we've got a video recording i loved how
1: the, the detective is like oh yeah well what do you think of this then and pulls and out like, Abby's phone or whatever they yeah. were the, the copy of it and
0: it's like her going ha ha ha, ha. i didn't really says, get
1: why um they needed to keep Abby's phone for quite so long because couldn't she have just, like, had dropped it over to them or something?
0: <laughs> I wanted to look at the um, pictures. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> oh, what a lovely wedding dress.
0: <laughs> um, so she says, no, I was only laughing because he pushed him over, but as soon as they start kicking him, I stopped laughing. And the detective says, well, that's not what Corey says. Plus, we've got evidence you slapped Nina, which is what started the assault. And they say, well... Corey came and told us voluntarily, so he can't be lying. So the whole logic here is, honestly, I find this the the premise ridiculous. That the police just go, yeah, whoever comes first. Whoever comes to us first is, is the is the truth teller, and all the other people are liars if they have a different story. Yeah, but I also don't believe Kelly when she says she didn't do anything because she's got blood all over her. And I really honestly I think, think the blood
1: is supposed to have been... I, I
0: I don't care, Michael. If you're close enough to a violent crime to get blood on you, and you're not stopping the person from doing it, you're just as responsible. But that's what she says. Yes, she said. Oh, I tried to stop. I him.
1: I think that don't I probably her. I, I don't don't think like I her. probably do believe her. Well. I I don't I don't believe that that's what she would have done. I think in real life she would have you know put a bit of a boot in herself. But I think that she was telling the truth there. She was trying to get Corey off. The blood was being you know, um splattered onto her from where he was kicking her. I think we're supposed to be. I, th- I think that she's innocent in some way.
0: I don't. But... Know. I but I also just want to recognise a bias that I don't think is wide widely acknowledged. In people, which I think is still a pretty strong bias, which is that I do think that Kelly's attractiveness is making me dislike her and judging her more harshly than I might have done somebody else well it's
1: also you know the experience of that kind of person that you've had in your own past yeah, as well
0: but i I think that we don't really talk about this very much, but we definitely have a strong reaction to people who are more attractive and a lot of the time that works in their benefit and they get treated more nicely and it's a proven fact that if you're attractive you're more likely to earn more money you get treated better in shops etc etc but it can be a double-edged sword because for example I remember having a friend when I was younger who was very pretty and she used to say that nobody took her seriously and they all thought she was stupid all the time Mm. in this case I think that because Kelly's Kelly's kind of uses her looks a lot to get away with things that has kind of um, prejudiced me against her to think that she's bad. And I'd also like to point out that in America in some high profile trials, and I'm kind of blanking on the name. Is it Jodie Arias who did this? That's me. I'm not asking you. It's <laughs> As if I question. would know they deliberately dressed her down during her trial made her wear glasses made her made her wear very conservative outfits and look dowdy not downy as, as mavis might <laughs> 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 um so that people wouldn't be prejudiced against yeah. her or think that she because i think that, that because the other thing is being like a party girl and being like kind of involved in that scene of like acting out with the lads and everything, if somebody's got that look about them, you can kind of believe that they might indulge in that behaviour. Whereas there you've got Asher with her big specky glasses and her science book going, I would never do such a thing. You'd be more likely to say, yeah, definitely not Asher, but look at Kelly. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: And like, I think that's important to acknowledge that there is a prejudice there Mm. against her because of her looks. so sad. It's so hard when you're Mm. pretty. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, yeah, I just wanted to say that. So, Abby's back at number 13 telling Kevin about this message and where she's been. She's been to the police station. She talks about the fact that um, Kelly and Corey laughing was probably the last thing Seb heard, and she's desperate to get to the bottom of this. She wants justice for her son. She let down she let him down all his life and now she's letting him down again. And she's this was a fantastic scene because she's crying and she's telling she's telling Kevin um, I just lie awake at night and I imagine what I would do to them if I got hold of them. And Kevin's like, that's natural, that's normal. And she's like, it's not natural what I've imagined doing to them. I've imagined setting them on fire and watching and kicking their heads in. And I was like, yes, this is what you, this is like the, the vicious...
1: It's very much in character for Abby, for sure.
0: Yeah, but um, she yeah, she just wants to hurt people. And this is like the tragedy of the human race that when we are... Um, when when something terrible happens to us, we want to do it back to somebody else. This is just the tragedy because it's so understandable. And you, and this is the other thing that people kind of don't acknowledge. Like we were, I think most people were watching that going, yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> we would love to. How many people would love to watch a scene with Abby kicking Corey to death? Think about how horrible that is and how terrible. And what's the difference, really?
1: Yeah, I mean, some people, some people wouldn't. It's a bit like, you know, people were paying for for Jeff's blood. I
0: know, but and we don't, we, I mean, it's an entertainment programme and I don't really feel bad about the fact that I was like, yeah, yeah, go and kick his his face in. He's not a real person, but people don't cut that off when they talk about real life situations.
2: Yeah.
0: And I, I find it strange that people can't see how they're only perpetrating the violence that they say they claim to hate so much. Mm. But really, a lot of the time when people condemn it, it's only because, in their opinion, it's being done against the wrong person.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen some people saying online this past week, reminding us that Seb himself had a violent streak, and there was the scene where he beat up um, Jackson, didn't he? And then then it was, (laughs) you know, we weren't... I mean, Seb was definitely painted as being in the wrong then, but um human
0: beings are violent yeah it's part of it's part of um it's part of our nature and just as the same way that we are primed to discriminate against other people who aren't in our group we're also primed to be violent and i i think it's not a good thing to pretend that's not true because you can't combat it if you don't acknowledge that it's reality Mm. it's all very nice to pretend that we can we can get rid of this part of our of our of our, you know, our nature, but we can't because that's why we've, how we've evolved to survive. Every single one of us is alive because at some point, probably we were in a group of humans that fought another group of humans over some kind of resource and won, you know,
2: Mm.
0: it's, that's why we've survived so long. It's part of our evolution. So anyway, oh, that was a bit of a weird Roy rant, wasn't it?
2: <laughs> but
0: I do. I just think we we need to instead of instead of like approaching it from let's let's kind of like hope that we stop, can stop doing it. Yeah, that's what people seem to say. Oh, I hope that we live in a world one day where there's no violence. Let's just acknowledge why that happens and try and combat it from that perspective. So deep. Well, it's ed- it's about education, like I said before. The more you know about somebody, although I will say there is a certain point where you know too much and you start to hate them again. <laughs> Let's just learn just enough about each other to yeah. not want to kick each other to death. Well, good plan. That's and that's gonna be my um speech to the UN.
1: Right. Friday. <laughs> I'm we, not going to be an ambassador, am I? We found, out on, we found out at the end of Wednesday's episode that Kelly's got a plea hearing. She's been arrested. She's been charged with with everything, basically. and She's got a plea butter. hearing on Friday's episode, which starts off with Nina having a nightmare. And sadly, we don't get to actually see the nightmare. I wondered whether we'd ever get a proper flashback. Like, we have had a few more times recently in Coronation Street, but we just get, you know, her hearing things that, have, that happened um, last Wednesday night. Um, there's also a little awkward encounter between Roy and Abby outside the shop, which which... which sets the scene for the fact that she's going to kind of take against Nina more and more as the episode goes on. But um, they're interrupted by police arriving outside number 13 and they're there to say that Eli and Jason, I didn't even know that this other character had a name before. What was it? Eli Higginson or some awesome name like that he had. He sounds like
0: a kind of 18th century... Botanist. Yeah, I
1: know. Um, they, they've both pled guilty to um, beating up Nina, and they've also charged Kelly, who's got this bail hearing today, like I said. Nothing yet for Corey, so,
0: though. So, in one fell swoop, they've eliminated Eli and Jason from this dilemma of who's going to rat who out. Yeah,
1: yeah. And also. His, it was never going to be about those two characters, has it? No, it's but it was nice a bit easy, complicated
0: but... that, you know, they were all involved, but we know from watching it that Eli and Jason followed nina who was running Mm. so they weren't there they couldn't have seen the same way that nina couldn't have seen
1: Mm. Mm. um they they also tell abby that they believe that the attack was triggered by nina's appearance and abby's like what so it was nothing to do with seb i would thought that she probably would have been maybe having these thoughts beforehand as well anyway as a possibility i don't know but yeah she now is starting to realize that if he had never gone out with nina in the first place perhaps he'd still be alive and Uh, and and kick in, or maybe that's the wrong choice of words. Laura shows up at Toya in Imran's flat later, and she's... She actually calls her R. Kelly, doesn't she? She always calls her R. Kelly. She says, if R. Kelly gets bail, she can come and live with me, actually, a real mum. Imran's fuming about this. And Toya, you said she was being pretty inscrutable, didn't you? Like, we couldn't tell at this point still. Like, does Toya think this is maybe for the best? Or, you know, should she be feeling like she should be fighting for this foster daughter more? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, But, yeah, so... um, Then we have Nina telling Roy about her dream, or was it a dream, or was I remembering? And, um... She says that somebody pushed Seb from behind, then he fell. And then when she woke up, she heard Corey's voice. She's she's now more determined than ever. She's convinced that Corey was definitely the one who um, who killed Seb.
0: Can I explain what actually happened? Yes. It was Pat Phelan's ghost whispering in her ear.
1: I did wonder that. I also thought about mm. Pat Phelan in today's episode. Because as yeah. we
0: know, it's very easy to influence somebody when That's they're by whispering in, in the ear. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Um, more Paul and Todd stuff. I'm not even going to bother about that. Uh, honestly, I don't think anything exciting happened in that part of the story today. So it is time for the plea hearing. Time
0: for Imran to show off his lawyering skills.
1: Yes. Um, he does a pretty decent defence of, um, of R. Kelly, saying that she's not a, a flight risk or something, he says.
0: So I promise she won't run away. She's not going to run away. I'm I'm a I'm her. foster
1: dad. We're going to do everything we can to stop her. Uh, maybe she could be let out with a tag if that makes it feel any better. Um, and um, We'll give her a bell- curfew. Yeah, we hasn't she already got one didn't get in I trouble know. when she got home at 9.25 I do feel the other like the
0: judge was right here because it's like well I presume when you took her in one of the rules that maybe hasn't been an unspoken one was don't boot people to death and she still did that <laughs> so I don't know why you think you can stop her from doing anything else
1: <laughs> anyway bail refused I-, I like the judge today she was, she was very suitably serious judgmental. wasn't she humourless mm. um, yeah, why
0: do you always use that as a description for people that really have no reason like what's she supposed to do Go? Well, did <laughs> Go? Oh, uh, you you kicked this over to me and ran, but it was a bit of an own goal. I'm afraid I'm going to have to refuse bail.
1: Anyway, she says, "Look." And then she
0: squirts in due, with her um with her plastic flower. Due
1: to the seriousness <laughs> of the charges and failing to surrender to the court, Kelly is going to be when remanded, did she do that? P- pending trial. Well, the fact that she didn't cut the fact that she didn't come and um so, into oh, the police station oh, and said i have oh, done it. Um, when she when she had the chance, but
0: she didn't do it
1: apparently. Nina tells the detective about the dream, and um, not not unsurprisingly, no, not, su- not well. that's just what I said. Unsurprisingly, when she said
0: she had this dream, I was like, I that's, said to that's I, I not said, gonna hold up nobody's going to be convinced by the fact you had a dream.
1: Yeah, let's let's just bring in our um, uh, Joseph, our dream interpreter for the Pharaoh <laughs> here. What, what do you make of this? Oh, well, I think Corey. I done think it. yeah, Corey definitely done it. No. Don't come She's...
0: up to people and go, I had a dream that Corey did it because the the police are not going to... I'm sorry, but we can't submit your dream as evidence.
1: <laughs> maybe one day in
3: the future. You,
0: maybe Why don't you ask a psychic to, to see if they so they can locate the memory in time?
3: Yeah. <laughs> I know
0: what we can do. We can get a Ouija board and ask Seb himself. I can't believe we didn't think of this before now.
1: Nina's like, I'm, I'm on it. Yeah, I I know, I've all got of, one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, she should have said, I remembered that Corey did it.
1: I, I know, she's too honest. I, I don't think... Because, but the thing I is, she wouldn't she really cracked. be lying
0: because she thinks that she remembered in a dream.
1: No, she doesn't know whether she remembered. She was okay. saying to Roy that like, I, I don't know Well, it's know not convincing.
0: That. How can she complain when she says, I think, I think I had a dream? Okay, well, we're not accepting those.
1: Mm. Um, Nina decides it's about time to come home. And she's, can I
0: also point out that now she's completely... Um, What's the word? Invalidated herself as as giving evidence in future because if next she, time says, oh, she says, "Oh, actually, I, I have remember. remembered it," no, 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 no really, is it sure just you your dream, dream, dream again?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, she's kind
0: of yeah. She's not good, She's not proving to be a reliable witness here. No,
1: no. Um, I, I I wonder is she is she going to remember it? And I, I'm still not convinced. She's not going to know. But she sort
0: of has.
1: She she, she kind of has. But she wasn't there. She ran off before the beating started. So I don't know whether there's very much to remember. I
0: don't think that she is a witness to this crime. No. So it's kind of irrelevant. All that she can testify to is that she now remembers that Corey was there anyway but Corey's already said that he was there and he saw Nick Kelly doing it which so, is why i
1: think that this trainer mark on Nina is going to be his downfall but
0: when why aren't the police getting everybody's trainers
1: well exactly because it's not time in the plot for that to yeah, happen that's yet true. really
0: I also don't know... I um, OK.
1: I hope it's not going to be too long because that's going to be playing on my mind. I don't need to be, like, you know, months down the line and then they suddenly... Well, there were then, suddenly, um, suddenly... a twist.
0: One of the detectives wakes up in the middle of the night and goes, oh, we should have got the trainers. We should have
1: found that out, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, Nina says, it's t- time for me to come home, Roy. She's She's get, got a muddled memory. She's very, very frustrated about this. She's
0: doing... A, it looks like at the end of this we're going to have some kind of comic drawn by Nina of the crime. Because oh, yeah. she's drawing a
1: boxes. She, yeah, she was. She should she should, have, she should have submitted that as evidence. shouldn't She I've drawn a picture of this is what happened. This can this, you count this?
0: This is the storyboard actually.
1: <laughs> um anyway, she she Roy
0: brings her her clothes her, and makeup.
1: Yes, and she and she kind of lifts it up and you can tell she's thinking, should I should I wear this? Is this really me? Um Mhm. Because it's very
0: natural reaction.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Then we have a scene with Abby at, um, at the funeral parlour with George, kind of trying to arrange the wreath for Franklin, and <laughs> and Kevin says, "Oh yeah, Kevin's like, oh oh, Abby, I had a dead son once. I remember. <laughs> I Don't remember. let anyone tell you I've forgotten about that. I definitely have got a dead son, and it was all as dead, sad.
0: But guess what? You forget about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's what he needs to say. I know it seems bad now, Abby, but I promise you, I guarantee that a couple of years down the line, you're going to forget about it and people will give you hell for it. Um, Anyway, she gets mad when George suggested some gothic-themed funeral. Well, he says, I thought, something
0: to be more unusual, perhaps in keeping with his... With his, yeah. what, what Seb was like, so maybe we, we, should we could play Cradle of Filth.
1: Yeah, he's barking at the wrong tree a bit there, isn't he? And then she says, I don't want any of that rubbish and storms off.
0: Unfortunately, this would have been the perfect thing to have said if it was Nina who was dead.
1: Yes, yes. Um,
0: but can I also just, just point out the inherent goth- gothicness of a funeral in itself?
2: Yeah, true. Do you need That's to have it up? <laughs> Is it
0: not already bad enough that there's a dead body in a coffin? <laughs> and crucifixes everywhere and wreaths it's already pretty gothic
1: well but you you do get these celebration of lives don't you Morton? oh
0: these these people and their namby pamby balloons and <laughs> colors and wicker baskets
1: yeah
0: oh it's not traditional
1: nina um in the hospital <laughs> has goth herself up Having a few more flashbacks. She's putting her eye makeup on. I thought that was a pretty great scene. I, I, love, yeah. all, I love all this stuff with Nina and the, the washing up. We're being ups. a lot
0: more irreverent this week than we were last week.
1: Oh, it's, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's um, fine.
0: I know, but I think we just needed a break from being serious. We were
1: serious last we week.
0: We acknowledged the seriousness of the situation last week. And this week, we are being a bit more free with Billy
1: finds out that Summer's silliness. not been at school. Boring. Um, Imran comes home. He's gutted. He lost Kelly's I can't been believe up. that
0: like he left Toya sitting there waiting for him to come home before he said, "Yeah, she's not."
1: Didn't text her. Or she's anything.
0: like, "I've taken three veggie lasagnas out." <laughs> yeah, he couldn't tell me. What are we
1: going to do now?
0: Oh no, we'll have to have one and a half each. She says <laughs> secretly
1: rubbing their hands together. <laughs> um, Eralia and uh, Ryan still living there, by the way.
0: Oh, I don't know. Maybe they can have some. Tell you what, rhymed Hoover anything. I get
1: a feeling that maybe they're supposed to be, and they're just laying low at the moment. They're just being tactful. Craig's definitely moved out, hasn't he? But what's wrong
0: with a nice aubergine parmesan, Toya? Oh
1: yeah, you had one of those this didn't you? Yeah. Um, Anyway, Toya says, um, Toya says, if if Kelly gets out, she's going to need to be away from everyone on the street because she's going to be living across the road from the person whose son. She was accused of killing or whatever. It's all going to be a bit awkward.
0: She's also, you know, she's allowed to have emotions about things. She's not talking to Kelly about this. I think it's important to acknowledge that she's talking to her partner here. And she's allowed to have reservations about the fact that this girl that they've taken in for not very long... Mm has has now been accused of murder, I think it's okay to be not okay with the Yeah, fact. we're
1: in over our heads a little bit here. And
0: also, I don't really want a murderer living in my house. We,
1: have, we didn't even have any scenes together at this house yeah. before last week. We barely know her.
0: And, you know, it isn't appropriate for her to live there because... She- the the mother of the murdered son lived around the corner. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying yeah. she's completely right. So, but at the end of the week, she backs down, which kind of annoyed me.
1: Nina gets back to the street later and confronts Asher for sticking with Corey, blames her about all this, and then Abby comes over <laughs> and yeah. lays into she's Nina. Like, oh, Corey. you having
0: to go at Asher? It's not Asher's fault. It's, it's your, your fault. You're
1: a freak. She, she's like, you ain't wise. You ain't woke. You're a weirdo. Uh, it's your fault that he's lying on a slab. Asha stands up for Nina, but she Abby's not fucking down over this. Of
0: looking like a Victorian, which I think if Nina wasn't so sad at being called a probably, weirdo as well, she would have taken that as a, a really good compliment. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Um Imran tells Toy that Kelly's gonna be housed with other people if she gets out, he's heard from the the foster services or something, there. that she's not gonna go back. So uh, yeah, that's all over. And Toya says, Oh, maybe it's for the best. We'll have someone else to worry about soon. Try again. And
0: she says that if we're not supposed to get attached to any one child, which seems like a really I mean, obviously I mean, that, with that makes that's sense. That's what they
1: experienced with Mason, didn't it? She, yeah. she got utterly besotted with that yeah. little baby, and um, babies
0: don't murder people. May,
1: maybe with Kelly, she has kind of taken a step back. And if she hadn't, if if Kelly had been their first foster child, maybe she yeah. would have been more on Imran, like with Imran saying, no, 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 we've got to do everything we can. Imran's for her. like,
0: I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, we he, failed her.
1: Yeah, they have a little bit of a falling out, don't they, Imran and Toya? Well, he this? says he, we he think, failed her. Yeah, and Imran, he he's he can see that Toya isn't as committed to well, Kelly she says, as he is.
0: We didn't fail not her. Impressed. We didn't fail her.
1: Yeah, we've we barely known her for a month, so How it's not g- really I mean, our fault.
0: Of all the people in this week who blame themselves for Seb's death, um, Imran trying to pin the blame on him and Toya was the like, the most left-field <laughs> one.
1: Um, Asha comes and tells Roy and Carla about Nina, about what happened in the street. She's not come home yet. Roy's got an idea about where she might be. Um, which we'll get to later. Um, Toya and Imran... Have a they walk they're striding down the street and Imran at this point is seems to be um, trying to apologise to Toya because he's like she's like saying so you don't need to walk me to work and I think he doesn't like the fact that they've had a bit of an argument. About I know, it. but
0: they look they're so sweet, but they I just want them to have a bloody argument with each other because it looks like they're they're just so polite to one another. Know, they're they? like no no I was wrong. Um, sorry, Toya, and she's like, no, no. And round you had you had your right to bring your concerns to me, and we will table it for the next house meeting. <laughs> it's like just shout at each other, and maybe throw a vase, and then calm down, and then maybe have a nice shag under yeah, the table, like sucks. you like you enjoyed so much. Well, Maybe d- they've lost the keys to the solicitor office and that's why they're so wound up.
1: <laughs> um well, But you know what guess- I mean?
0: They just they're just so nice and polite and like Yeah, I need needs
1: a bit more passion.
0: It just it just feels like somebody like a therapist. Like literally it's like the therapist's um method of of uh uh what's the word? Managing conflict in a in yeah, a household conflict
1: resolution. Yeah,
0: it just they just want them to shout at each
1: other. <laughs> well, we don't get to see Toya shout at Imran, but we no. do see her laying into Laura later, which was great. Laura strides up to them, and, oh, she and that so did careful. look like a little bit of a socially distance standoff. I really that wanted they Toya having, to though, smack they? her
0: in the face.
1: They, she was getting close, and I and I we do like it when when Toya's like, Battersby comes out, which yeah. is sadly you know pretty rare these days. But she calls uh, Laura a disgrace of a mother. Well, for, hang on a
0: minute. Laura comes up and she's like, oh, you, you said you'd look after my daughter and now she's in prison. Well done. Um, and Toya's like, excuse me, uh, I think you'll find that you're the disgrace around her, not us. Yeah. And then somehow, which I, I found this quite actually kind of offensive because Coronation Street loves to use this against women all the time. Somehow from this, Laura goes, aha, you're a barren woman. Only a barren woman would be would say such a thing. And be so involved in someone else's child, and then obviously that hits Toya's like yeah, weak she spot. is
1: spoiling for a rumble by this point, point. and then luckily Sarah Lou comes out to stop them just in time.
0: Has there ever been a woman on Coronation Street who hasn't had a child, who's ever who's ever gotten away with not being accused of being a barren <laughs> bitter woman? Is there? Know. I don't think there is.
1: Um, Carla, this is a weird scene later. Abby starts Hang on, saying... yeah,
0: we didn't really dwell on it in, in, enough, but what? they really were about to have a fight. Yes, they were. Toya and Laura were about to I have a fight. I would have
1: loved to have seen Sarah that. Sarah comes I, out and says... I need to says, see that in the future, please.
0: You can't touch each other. Covid regulations. Come inside, Toya. You, you're showing up the factory. We can't have our... Hang on a minute, what do you do? Our social media director... Having, making a scene outside the office? <laughs> I don't
1: know. I thought that that sounded... It felt, like, really patronising when they were in the in the office and Sarah was, like, being... I know, and I was like, is Sarah really Toya? And I guess she is kind of Toya's boss, really. But I know, if I was Toya, walked, I'd be it? like, sorry.
0: Sorry, Sarah, shut up. Yeah, basically. Well, no, they come into the, the office together and, and Sarah was going, oh, you know, are, are you all right? And, and Toya starts to open up to her. I was thinking, why is she in that? Oh, <laughs> she I, works there. I forgot about I that. I didn't
1: forget that. But I did. But if I was Toya, I could not... I couldn't deal with taking orders from Sarah Louise. I, know. I would feel like it, an idiot. It's below me to have Sarah Louise as my boss. Well,
0: she says, "Oh, um, she said." Toya says to Sarah, "What if it? What? What if it really was Kelly that did it? What she was the one who killed him?" And Sarah's like, "Would it make you feel any better about backing away?" It's like, "Excuse me, sorry, no, I was talking aloud here. I'm the therapist. I'm, I'm
1: the counselor. Get yeah. lost." Yeah.
0: You thought you thought a dead man was haunting your baby. You can't t- tell me anything.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so I was going to say earlier that we had this funny scene where Abby was taking a sledgehammer to some poor customer's car. Later, <laughs> well, I don't think we <laughs> find this. out whose car this is. And I love the no fact that... ramifications yet for this.
0: And Carla walks up and to the garage, and Abby's just there, like smashing the heck out of the bonnet of a car. And Carla's like, "Sorry, I didn't know you were busy." And Abby's <laughs> like, "It's gonna fail the MOT." <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, whose car is it and the way she was doing it she's kind of like she was really passionately mad about it but it also kind of looked quite she has being quite industrious you know like sorry Carla I really can't hammering stop. out a dent I have to get this whole thing hammered <laughs> before 5pm because I'm clocking off
1: um we cut to Roy later I'm off skipping a few hang on a minute what
0: why did Carla turn up there I she says calm down and then this is when um Abby says, why would I? Because Seb took a bullet that was meant for Nina.
1: Yeah, she's taken out of frustration. So Roy finds Nina later at the site of the crime. He goes down to the, um, the alleyway, doesn't he? Which Is I that think...
0: where that was?
1: Well, no. Oh. I, I, th- I think it was... Yeah, Nina was saying if I go back and, you know, oh, I, it okay. might trigger some memories. I think this was the scene that if you're, okay. if you're on the set and you go underneath the viaduct next to the rovers and turn left, that's where, the, where yeah. it leads to the prop store. I think and that's have filmed that out there. Is that
0: where all the, the sheds are?
1: Yeah, yeah, sheds and and, and, and there's and also a load of a gravestones. gravestones and stuff, That's probably yeah. why she
0: was there. Yeah, <laughs>
1: um, and and um, she's like, "What's wrong with me? Why does everybody hate me so much? What if, what if they're right, Roy? What if I've been wrong all this time and I am a freak?" So she's starting to doubt herself, but she's and and she starts talking about um, again that she's not a goth. She's not she's not a goth because of um, and uh, trying to rebel against other people's ideas of what normal. She's just being herself, but is her herself. You know, she it has caused all this to happen. Well
0: she says I thought their attack was an ego defence.
1: Yeah, yeah. And she says, We're we're the freaks, Roy, you and me.
0: Quote.
1: Yes, and then she goes home and has a sad wash.
0: Oh, it reminded okay. me
1: very, very much of that scene where um where Asher takes the the ripped photo and holds it up against her, you know, when mm-hmm. uh, during the skin lightening storyline. I I think that one was more of more arty and a bit more effective. But um I, I did enjoy this one seeing her, you know, reveal herself and because when when she's been on the street up until now in mean, the last few scenes, she still she's got all her white makeup on again, and then she, when she washes it off, it reveals the bruises underneath. And I kind of yeah. forgotten about that, even though that's what we've been watching all week. But um, yeah, it was it was nicely done. Um, yeah.
0: So she washes all of the, the the gothic makeup away.
1: Yeah, because she wants to be. Like, no, normal she wants to in a in vertical. I don't think she
0: wants to be. I think she said, "I can't be myself anymore." Yeah, she she it's better completely all acknowledges if. that. That is her as a person. This The makeup that she's covering her, herself with is not, like, a mask to hide. It's like she's bringing out who she truly is with this makeup mm. that she's wearing.
1: Yeah, and now she's hiding who she is by taking off the makeup.
2: Uh, and, I, and,
1: I, well. and, 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 Yeah, I'm just going to say, if we skip to the end of the episode, we also get to see that she's there with um some... Again, normal clothes. She's fancy.
0: She comes out and she's wearing the most ripped up jeans ever and a big white jumper. And you went, oh, she's wearing Shona's um, jeans. And then she says it's Shona's stuff. It's like, (laughs) yeah, Shona really. I mean, if people were, if, if, if we lived in a society where people got beaten for wearing ripped clothes, Shona would have got shot in a box
1: yeah yeah <laughs> um ash ash is there as well and she says oh you don't look like you and, and nina says good seb was killed because of who i was so i've decided not to be her anymore mm-hmm. so that's the cliffhanger there but we all said before that had a couple more todd and paul scenes they make up there's stuff uh, They're boring um toy was allowed home from work early by thank the, you sarah. sarah thank you so much sarah grovel grovel and I'll
0: tug my th- forelock team mistress
1: um and she says she she had a a, she's changed her mind again hasn't she and she says you're right Imran we did come into this fostering business to help vulnerable children like Kelly I'm ashamed of myself for ever doubting her um or or for you know thinking that we
0: shouldn't shouldn't, have anything to do with the hands
1: of her so Imran's proud of her and they have a nice smiley moment together and And they're they're going to stand stand up
2: by
1: her stand stand by Kelly and and yeah and maybe they do go and have a bit of
0: I want to point out remember something remember? about Toya that that wasn't in the script, but I think was a should have really been a contributing factor to her confusion over whether what what she thought about whether they should stand by Kelly or not, and that is that actually, did we did I say this on the podcast? Or did i just say this to you before we started recording about the difference between Corey and Kelly. I don't know. Everybody's saying Kelly's like some some poor orphaned
1: oh yeah, no, you did you said yeah. that we said that earlier
0: she's on. she's a privileged child, she's had a privileged upbringing, and just like Corey, she had neglectful parents, mm. so this isn't really a story about you know work a working class girl who's had to fight for her had a scrappy upbringing and has had to fight for everything that she's been given and perhaps has had a skewed perspective on society based on her experiences. Mm. Her and Corey, both very privileged, rich and had, you know, I mean, it's only very recently within the last two years that um, Kelly's life has fallen to pieces. And although she's still in her formative years, people, I think people are forgetting that before this, before, when, at the very beginning of her appearance on the show, she was in kind of Corey's position.
1: I mean, Laura and Rick had split up before then.
0: Well, she's, she's got tumultuous yeah. family life.
2: Yeah. She's but a I'm, not saying, I'm
0: not denying that she's had a hard time of it, but what I am saying is that people are putting into a box that she shouldn't belong in, really. Mm. If you think about all the people that are involved in this, and you're talking about... How does how do your how does your upbringing affect the way that you interact with the world and who is to blame? Is it society's fault? Is it your parents' fault? You know, is it inevitable that you as if you're a child that you you turn out in a certain way depending on how you're raised? Let's look at the the people involved in this. You've got Kelly and Corey, both of whom have all the money in the world but neglectful parents. And you've got Seb, who was raised by a drug addict mother, who had to look after his siblings, siblings, <laughs> and fend, you know fend for himself. And he, you know, he went off the rails a little bit, but he turned into a fairly decent person. Mm. Got you've got Nina, whose mother died when she was a young girl, and whose father has also died. And of those four people, two of them turned out to be decent, and two of them turned out to be violent. Mm. So I would say that Ni- Nina and Seb have had just as much of a tough life as the other two.
1: Yeah. I mean, and I also... The other... They are o- older and maybe a bit more mature and she is still going through... Who is? Ni- Nina and Seb are yeah, they older. Yeah,
0: they're older. And perhaps, some, you know, they might have had...
1: Trouble. Yeah, and, and when, when Seb was um, Kelly's age, he was a bit more of a...
0: Naughty, naughty.
1: Yeah, he's a bit more of a...
0: The other thing I want to say...
1: I can't think of the word.
2: Rag?
0: Of. That's the word. Yes. Um, Toya's, Toya's like, um, thinking. You know, how much do we owe this child? Can we, can we help her? I think she's juggling with a lot of things. Some of them, perhaps, she feels guilty about. Others, she shouldn't. Like, she's perfectly correct that it's inappropriate for Kelly to live around the corner from ne- from Abby and Nina. That's inappropriate just for the very geog- geographical fact of their location, she shouldn't live there anymore.
1: But Even though this, it hasn't stopped many other characters in the past living in the vicinity of people that they probably shouldn't do. No, no, no. Because it's convenient
2: for the show.
0: <laughs> but as far as talking about, you know, she's committed this violent crime, according to the police, she's been accused of it, think about Toya's background. And I'm surprised this hasn't come up. Toya was brought up in a in a family that was brought in on purpose to be the Chab family, like the, the antisocial, social um, kind of violent, um, thieving, horrible family that everybody hated for years. Mm. Toya, Toya, the first scene she was in, stole a drill out of the back of somebody's van. They spent all their time arguing with their neighbours and being horrible and playing their music and getting on everyone's nerves. But Toya, from that upbringing, Inme- like almost immediately, started to become more com- more of a compassionate person. She wanted to rescue Teresa the turkey from being eaten at Christmas.
1: Well, oh, thanks to Spider, just if Spider had come influence. along. It's Spider's
0: influence, and so this, so so she knows. Okay, well, I was like, I had, I there was probably a stage where she could have been involved in something just. To Absolutely, spider. she could have, and her
1: life could have gone down that path.
0: And there's two ways of looking at this. There's the way of looking at it like you just did, where you said, "Well." Maybe I can be that person in Kelly's life to stop her from making more mistakes. Maybe she just needs a spider and I can be that. Or you can look at it from the, another perspective as to say, well, you know, I didn't end up like this. And really, if I look back on my life, there's no way, even if spider hadn't come along, that I would have ended up in an alleyway kicking somebody to death.
1: But she does Kelly know that she didn't kick somebody to death? That's the thing. Does Kelly
0: know she didn't? yeah what do you mean kelly knows whether she did it or not
1: yeah but uh, yeah okay i I don't know what i mean
0: why what the the whole thing about this whole storyline has 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 got really two major themes you've got the self-expression and and people immediately hating other people based on the way that they look right Mm. and that's that's the this um sophie lancaster story that's the the story that um they work with the foundation to talk about because of the real life murder that that happened because of the way that she was dressed and then you've got this other um theme which is a, a child cuz she's only 15
1: mm. and she's ha- 16
0: well okay 15 16 yeah. and she has commit like she was around a violent crime she, did she commit it we don't really know we're supposed to believe that she didn't Who's protecting her? Who's who's looking out for her? Mm. And at that age, can you really condemn somebody for life and say, you you know, you've done this? And so society mm. and 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 how much how much influence can you say society had on her? And this is the thing. It just drives me crazy because this is like we'll never answer this question. We, we just don't know. You can have two people that are raised in exactly the same way and one of them turns out to be a murderer and one of them turns out to be a pillar of society. You certainly can't say that um, that either one of them is a logical response.
2: No.
0: Do you no. know what I mean? Like we, And so many people fall through the cracks. But is it right to let people off This is the thing I always come up with. I feel real compassion for people who have been raised in an awful situation because I can't imagine some of the things, like child abuse,
2: Mm.
0: you know, being raped as a child. How is that going to affect you for the rest of your life? Witnessing uh, domestic abuse, seeing your dad hit your mum or vice versa, Mm. um, being around drugs, being around violence. How is that going to affect you? Of course it's going to mess you up but then you see people who were raised in the same situation and they don't they don't do these things yeah so yeah i just it just kind of kind of it just drives me crazy to kind of to work out can you really blame somebody for for what for being raised in a poor way and then reacting in a similar way and perpetuating the violence when other people have been through the same thing and not done that,
1: mm. so do you? Do you feel? But that...
0: at the same time, just to point out, remind everybody, Kelly and Corey really are victims of neglectful parents. Yeah, so not d- violence or are not f- the kind of thing that Seb was brought up around. Are you
1: feeling any more sympathy towards Kelly this week? Because they're certainly trying to go down that way, didn't they? I, I thought that Millie Gibson put on a brilliant performance in the police station. That scene where she was describing what happened, fantastic. She she is a great actress and, and we've heard about this a lot and I think that this week we're she's really, great. really starting to see it. She, she's great that she's able to be so you know vile like she was last week, but on on those times when we were supposed to be feeling sorry for her, I was kind of getting there, but I was in the back of my head just like, I, I don't want to feel sorry for her because... Yeah. She was still an accessory to this.: um, Okay,
0: so the other thing is that she's, she elicits sympathy simply because she is a girl, so um, let's flip it around and imagine that it was Corey sitting there crying. Would you have feel, feel as much sympathy for him as you did?:
1: Maybe I don't I know. don't think
0: you would. I
1: don't know. I would wouldn't it It'd be a good twist if Corey is actually telling the truth here. I know, I know, I, re- I really don't think it can because he's been lying through his teeth ever since it happened and trying to well, he's such an do- assured... dodge responsibility and get his alibis and everything. It's obvious
0: that he is a slick operator and he has manufactured the whole thing to, to get him away from looking like the guilty party. So by soap <laughs> law, he clearly is the one who did it.
1: it it's just a shame that it, it's it's funny how quickly it's going and it's a shame that it seems kind of obvious where it's going to go i mean i'm sh- whenever i say that there often are more you know unexpected paths before they get there yeah, but that's it, true. it does just seem We're like always like
0: well it's obvious it
1: it, it does just seem like she's going to maybe get sent down but then is is it does corin not want to happen um uh, a um, wrongfully sent down story already.
0: Can I just point out that she wouldn't be wrongfully sent down because she stood there and watched it happen. Like, okay, listen, right. There's a difference. Let me just ask you a question. Say that Corey says, yeah, it was me. I kicked him to death and she didn't do anything. Does she deserve to be punished or not? Because I, I feel as though everyone is saying no. I feel like I'm surrounded. I feel like... I know what you cra- mean. I feel I'm going crazy here because just because she didn't kick him to death doesn't mean she gets off with the whole thing.
1: She's, but she's saying she was trying to stop him. I mean, this is another reason why I don't I think I find it difficult to believe that the police would automatically agree with uh, or believe Corey's story because he was also saying, I was trying to pull... Um, kelly off of her uh, of seb sorry and, and i don't believe that he would he, he's a he's a big guy isn't he i don't think well, that Corey. he would yeah you know, i don't think that he would have that much of a difficulty pulling kelly off of seb he could have just you know grabbed it around the waist and
0: sorry what are you saying so you what are you saying
1: I'm, I, I'm i'm saying i think that I, i'm surprised that the police would believe that Corey tried to stop kelly but couldn't. yeah that's
0: true it doesn't make any logical sense The police don't... Yeah, yeah. the whole thing is kind of silly.
1: So it seems to be going down... A bit, yeah, a bit of a cliche of, oh, there's a wrongfully imprisoned person. But, but I suppose more... the difference with well, what we usually get in Coronation Street is when there is somebody who is 100% innocent, whiter than white, and we and we know that they're wrongfully... Yeah, but
0: people are trying to put her into that box.
1: Yeah, they, they are a little bit. And I, what, what absolutely should not happen at the end of this is she gets let off, goes, ha-ha, Corey, we got you in the end, and then everything's hunky-dory but for this, her. Yeah,
0: because this is kind of reminding me a little bit of what happened, and it's not the same thing at all, obviously, but with Tyrone and Alina, like... They did something wrong, but they're sad about it, so they get let off of it. Mm. No, you just because you're sad about the fact that you've done something wrong, doesn't automatically absolve you of any punishment. Yeah, she's sitting there crying and she feels bad. She's ruined her life. Yeah, sorry that, but you did because you watched. Even if you didn't kick him at all, and you like you didn't run for help, no, you you instigated the violence and. You kind of egged him on, mm. and yeah, I mean that
1: he because he I Seb don't... Seb called for the ambulance himself, didn't he? With Nina's phone. So where
0: did they go then? She Th- they, ran they, off. They, she didn't they stop ran to off. help him. No, he was still alive that's very and speaking. True. She didn't yeah, go. God, Seb, was... are you okay? Let me help you. I'll phone the ambulance, quick, come here, you know. Who knows how long he was waiting because he didn't know where he was. Mm. She might have been able to give them better information to locate him. She could have, like, put him, put a blanket under his head. She might have been able to stop the bleeding. She might have been able to give him water. At the very least, she could have given him comfort. Mm. But no, she didn't because she was more involved than she's letting on. And even if she wasn't, even if her story is completely true, I still cannot... Really see how this makes her innocent at all?
1: They they can't take her down the the Becky Granger.
0: She's irredeemable in my eyes unless she does something heroic to bring Corey down. But even then, I just don't I don't buy it. She's she's only doing it because she needs to to get out of what she's already done. Mm. And I don't agree with this law that says that you know if two of you were involved in a crime, say I think the famous example is if you're involved in a bank robbery and somebody is killed.
3: If you're, you're, the getaway you're driver. like a,
0: you're the same it's as if you pulled the trigger mm. because you knew when you got involved in it that the possibility was that somebody could die. Mm. I don't agree necessarily agree with that at all. I don't think that she's just as culpable as Corey if she didn't even touch him. But you know she was there and she egged him on.
1: She she started the violence with a slap as well. And I know it's that like she saying, was drunk and she was getting yeah. caught up in the moment and he was saying, go on, hit her, hit her and everything. But I'm, I'm
0: definitely off the... Like, my, my mum always complained to my dad about this. Where he was like... It doesn't matter what you intended to do. At the end of the day, the result of what you did is bad, so you're going to get punished. Mm. So sometimes I'd be punished for things that were an accident or I didn't intend for them to happen. But I completely agree with that like line of logic because just because you didn't mean for it to happen doesn't undo the results at the end.
1: Yeah, and like I, th- I said on the podcast last week, that I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if we were both to sympathise for Kelly at some point because she still does have a dead dad that needs to be found out about yeah, and I don't know how that's going to fit into but this. as I Well I just think it? it
0: would be a really brave move of Coronation Street to make her just as culpable as Co- as Co- Corey, but to say
1: in re- in real life as well, you know, what do you if mean? if if somebody if if somebody gets off when they were clearly involved, that's that's sending a bad message to like to people like it's all right to be in a gang that hurts people as long as you're not the one that does it.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I forgot what I was going to say.
1: What did you think of um so 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 Toya and Imran's reaction, did you be you more on because you 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 weren't happy with Toya deciding at the end of the week that she is going to stick with with Kelly right?
0: I don't know, I'm distracted by what I was going to say i
1: i I thought it. I, I thought there was a chance that this story could make us not like um the pair of them. I think I don't know I think by the end of it. They'd redeem themselves a little bit, but I, 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 I did find in round just ever so slightly insufferably um, moralistic about it, saying no, no, I made the vow. I suppose you know it's very honourable and everything, but I wouldn't have blamed them at all if they'd said, "We're well, over our heads okay, here." Let's... So there's
0: one, there's one thing that people um, sometimes miss about the justice system and about defence lawyers and things like, oh, how could you defend this person when you know they did it? Or um, the point of the justice system is that everybody gets tried and gets a fair shot. And it doesn't feel right that Kelly should not get a fair shot at um, defending herself or having protection um, just because she... See, this is the thing. She... The kind of the story is kind of trying to make us think that because she wasn't she was vulnerable and she didn't have this kind of support system in place, it led to her, you know, falling into this trap of um, like violence and stuff. So then to remove the support that she already has immediately as a punishment before she's even been tried feels really unfair and completely counterproductive Mm. to like how a society should be. And I guess I t- kind of understand Imran from that perspective, but I equally do understand um, Toya's point of view. And the the other the other point is that Laura's turned up now, and Laura is the mother. And and didn't the, the um the judge social worker social say work. that she's got to move anyway? So I don't get what they're arguing about.
1: Yeah, that's true. She does have to move, but at least she's got you know they've got her back, I suppose and Imran has vowed that he's going to continue to represent her and Toy will support her. She needs somebody to support
0: her um, because the trial needs to be fair.
1: Do you think that...
0: And Ah. I really firmly believe in this and it really winds me up when people get mad at defence lawyers for doing their jobs. They are just an important part of of seeking justice because if the defence is not robust and comprehensive, the trial was not fair and therefore the the verdict is invalidated. And if the person is as guilty as everybody says that they are, then having a a robust and comprehensive defence should be no barrier to them being found guilty. But of course we know that's not true Hmm. because we know that people can pay their way out of... um, having, being found guilty. Yeah, yeah. It kind of reminds me so much of the O.J. Simpson trial because he basically <laughs> paid his way out of that. Mm. And, and, and I, again, this is a kind of another lesser theme of this, which is, can you buy justice? And, um, that's what Corey's that's what doing. Stefan
1: certainly, yeah. Uh, I mm-hmm. think hopes to be able to do. That's, uh, but do you think that, um, I mean, Corey's obviously going to get, you know, caught at the end of this, isn't he? No doubt in my mind about that. Do you think that he's going to get a soap death or is he going to oh. get imprisoned
0: hold that thought because i okay. just you no it's gone again
1: one. oh just ideas okay
0: gone. okay i have remembered it so i think this is really it, coronation street this is what i say should be brave to have a perpetrator of a crime have a sympathetic element to them and I, they're not they're shying away from it. i think they're scared because there's a lot to sympathize with kelly's predicament yeah Quite apart from the fact that people naturally want to help a girl who's crying, who's a pretty girl and skinny, and I know people probably think I'm being shallow, but tell me I'm lying. I'm not. This is a fact. Attractive young girls elicit more sympathy than most other groups, especially a white girl. There's that. There's the fact that she's crying and she's sad about it. There's the fact that her dad's dead and she doesn't know. There's the fact that she was abandoned by her mum. There's the fact that she was um, almost abandoned by her foster parents. She's alone in the world, in, in a sense, but she still committed this crime. Or did she? I'm saying that she did. She definitely did something wrong here. Is Crown Street brave enough to have somebody that is so sympathetic like that, who seems redeemable, but still to say, no, she she deserves as much punishment as anybody else?
1: I I, I I don't
0: think they're brave enough.
1: I don't. Know. I think I think they should, but um, they
0: really should because it is really frustrating to watch um, this kind of all start to stack up in her favour. Honestly, I, yeah. I mean, she's a nasty piece of work.
1: She, yeah, she. can And obviously,
0: be. in in English law, you're not allowed to bring in prior offences, not that what anything she's done is criminal, but let's look at the pattern of behaviour here. She's she distributed child pornography.
1: <laughs> I think I haven't forgotten that. I wonder she's whether a, it's gonna be one of these the things face. where she gets um that she she keeps gets kept in custody for so long and then the trial comes on and she gets some sort of sentence but because she's already been in custody for so long she'll be let out straight away and
0: people are gonna go yeah brilliant we love kelly because she's sad and i cannot get behind this idea that as long as you're sad enough about doing something wrong everybody's supposed to forgive Mm. you because it's not how it works
1: so i was saying earlier do you think that we are can i just feel uh, so so
0: excited that i remembered.
1: is Corey going to be killed or is he going to be sent down? Because I think he's too young quite, to get killed off. Do you reckon? I mean, we mo- usually the big bads are Coronation yeah. Street get killed, don't they? Especially if, they if were... they're murderers themselves. I know we've had uh, Rob Donovan, he's banged up for murder. Mm-hmm. But usually it's, um, it's, eye, it's eye for an eye, isn't it?
0: I think if he was five years older, no, I wouldn't really hesitate to say I think he should die. But because he's so young, mm. because, you know... I, I just don't think that they would... It wouldn't be a... I, honestly, do you want to watch a teenage boy die? <laughs> and how would he die?
1: I don't know. Doesn't matter. Who would, would have thought that Jeff would have fallen off a roof?
0: Get pecked to death by chickens.
1: <laughs> I would. I've I found that all the stuff with Asher and Corey very, very interesting this week. And it's making me wonder, like, now that Corey has given his story about, no, I was trying to get Kelly off of him and everything, is Asher going to start to believe him more?
0: It's, again... Um... <laughs> Nina talked about ego, and I think in a way this is her. Asha, would Asha protecting her ego? She might want to take him back to say, you know, I'm not that much of a bad judge of character. All the time we spent together was that fake? No, it can't have been. We mm. had a real connection, and I, Asha, would never be attracted to somebody who's violent like that.
2: Yeah, it yeah. would
0: be a very, it would be very, um, in keeping with human nature for her to not believe that he had anything to do with it. Yeah, but equally alarm bells have been ringing in her ears this whole time
1: but she she also has had this falling out with nina in today's episode that might make her seek comfort in... no
0: because she was still on nina's side at the end of the episode because she was
1: starting... oh yeah no you're right she was she, she was yeah. defending her against that. how
0: long is nina's um costume change going to last here because that look i this, this is not permanent i think if you're watching this and you feel bad and you think um oh it's sad that coronation street has taken this away from her and and oh it's not fair and everything. I genuinely think that this is not how she's going to end way up. Is it this is part of her story arc to kind of reclaim herself at the end of this. she'll be back in black lipstick. Because yeah. the whole story is based on this real life murder of Sophie Lancaster and the moral of the story cannot be well Sophie just if she were to, vi- to survive would be wearing a button down shirt now. Yeah. No. That's not right the The whole point of this story is that you should be proud of yourself and mm. and who you are.
1: Yeah, but I I thought that Molly's portrayal of um of of somebody having to make these decisions and 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 doubting themselves and, and, and is is who the person I am caused this. I thought that was fantastic. Mo- Molly, she she didn't have a whole lot to do on Monday and Tuesday, uh, Wednesdays episodes, but um yeah, just not to out of the park again tonight. I thought I, I'm loving having it refocused back on her again now. And and the relationship with, with her and Roy is just brilliant.
0: It's also really interesting to look back on all the scenes that we've ever had, especially with female characters, and, like, interacting with mirrors and making some change to themselves or looking at their appearance and, like, acknowledging that perhaps what they see is not what other people see. Like, when she looks in the mirror and she sees her black lipstick, she's seeing herself as she really is and i think that she was shocked and and she's been teased about it before but this was like the first time that she probably has stopped to think what do people actually see when they see me
2: Mm. yeah yeah they see something
0: that they hate and she doesn't she didn't understand how much hatred there was
1: Mm.
0: before this happened yeah
1: And, and 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 abby's is the it's just shown just how bad that hate can be at the moment because I think it's very natural that Abby is. Um, well, I spoke about this last this week. Way. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying that side of it because I, I've pe- some people online are saying Abby, you need to you need to back off, but of I think we need to let Abby Abby yeah. grieve. and it's good for the drama and everything. Of course, but
0: it's totally natural. I'm sure they and will Abby's bond gobby again. Cow
1: anyway, she, she is, she is. They, they, they'll uh, the the idea that some people have said about Nina becoming some sort of surrogate daughter for Abby does seem maybe. quite maybe nice and, and sweet resolution to it all. Not, and I still think as well that the possibility of Asha and um, Nina getting together again at the end no. of this is a happy ending. Don't want it's that possible. I don't know whether I particularly want it to happen, but it's possible, it's possible. Um, anyway, I think I think we've... Is there anything else
0: to I say about so. this? I don't think so.
1: I'm surprised that we didn't see anything from Eileen this week, considering that yeah. she was one of the people that we saw being told in those scenes at the end of last week's episode, I guess just... Um,
0: Maybe there'll be some funeral scenes.
1: Yeah, we said that there's going to be, you know, something with the with the funeral and, and George getting involved and, and Todd and everything. But no, I think, I think um, that's it.
0: Yeah, so Toya and Imran, are they going to be the street priors? As Toya, I think, quite rightly predicted, yes. People are going to look down on them for, for supporting her. But if Kelly's been led down this path due to a lack of support... Like I said earlier, to to take that away, even the meagre amount that she had already, seems to be counterproductive and like a a gross injustice. Mm. Personally, I'm not on her side at all. Luckily, I don't have to make the decision about whether to support her or not.
1: If Toya and Imran are street pariahs, then it's probably fine, really, because they can just, like, lock themselves in their flat again for another two months, two, three yeah. months, it blows oh, over. I and they're, they've shown that they're, they're perfectly good at that, just yeah. living a quiet life, <laughs> not interacting with anybody else or having anything to say or do, so it'll be fine.
0: Um, we did a poll on our Twitter, and I asked people, who do you think was more responsible for Seb's death? And the options were, more down to Corey, more down to Kelly were both equally responsible and we had 589 votes and
1: uh, thank you to everybody who retweeted that
0: thank you to everybody who retweeted that and
1: she, including Julia Golden she retweeted did that she? she did this morning yes well,
0: she was she wants to know she, well, you, It's down to the people yeah, tell her you got to uh, it's a democratic process <laughs> you have to vote if you want to hear your voice to be heard 62% blamed Corey well Moore. they're
1: saying it's more yeah more down to him
0: 2% blamed Kelly Moore and thirty six percent said they were both equally responsible.
1: I have no way that it can be more down to Kelly, honestly, can it? He's definitely the instigator. He's the one that riled her up. He's the one that you know took her out, got her drunk, and everything. Um, but
0: I just want to read out some of the comments because I think they're really interesting. So Rebecca says she voted Corey, even though Kelly egged him on, Corey did the kicking. Kelly has some responsibility, but not as so much as Corey. Lindsay said Corey was definitely the ringleader Kelly went along with it wanting to show Cory. Corey I think she fancied him Stupid girl, never liked <laughs> either of them to be honest um, Script to scene 70% Corey, 30% Kelly um, Barry Corey 100% but Kelly was involved through peer pressure Without Corey, Kelly would never have been involved, which I think, yeah, that's a fair point. But you can't have people running around the streets who can be influenced into kicking someone to death. (laughs) I know this gets used quite a lot. Oh, they were just lured into it by somebody else. I don't want people that impressionable being allowed to run around having a go.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, We also got um, Gwyneth. He says there was a few others who were friends of Corey who were probably involved as well. So today's episode cleared that up by saying that they admitted that they attacked Nina. Can I also just add in, if I was the prosecutor here, I'd be adding assault on Kelly's charges because she slapped Nina around the face. Yeah. She's only being charged with assault. Is it she being charged with assaulting Nina? She should no, be. No, I don't think not. she is well, anymore, she should Because
1: be. Eli and Jason have confessed.
0: And she should also be charged for that hideous backpack that she's got. Um, Christina says she thinks the scriptwriters are responsible. <laughs>
1: On the fence there.
0: And I also have and I didn't encourage this Royalist supporter, um, who says both of them did it. So they're both equally responsible, neither back down. And that's at pro royal family. Thank you. So, everybody.
1: Interesting stuff.
0: Clearly they weren't the one that gave us the review the other week.
1: <laughs> well, from Corey to Glory, from also, bail hearings to baileys. Okay. I've got I've got my segue. So I thought that was I'll it. Continue. I thought you'd finished. We got the return to glory story, which we can um kind of rush through fairly quickly. Um, basically, with we got glory coming home from the hospital. I kind of forgotten about oh, yeah, her. I don't actually, know when to expect her to come back. But
0: how long has she been back? Has she already been back?
1: No, this was it. This was her. She because she was she was put away in the, then, is it? In, the pre- in the um.
0: We're supposed to be worried about this child.
1: Yeah, she's fine, and and Ed's going a bit over the top. Getting um, oh, getting ready for. I totally for spaced the baby. out
0: about this.
1: And and um, he, yeah, he's he's, he's, <laughs> he's got bags of nappies and bottles and I don't know. You you haven't need.
0: mentioned the most important thing that he's done. What? Fix the stairs.
1: Oh yeah, he has fixed the stairs at last, hasn't he? Because I... he shut the yard in in um respect to Seb, so he's got nothing else to do, so he can finally get those stairs done at last.
0: Is it really shutting out of respect when you go home and do work that you're going to do there anyway? <laughs>
1: I I'd, I'd kind of forgotten about their relationship as well the fact that he was his he was his little um apprentice wasn't he uh,
0: Oh um there was quite a ironic is it ironic I'm not sure um it was funny anyway when abby was talking about memories of when sub was a little boy and she said oh, Lord, yeah. he was always running around with his bob with the builder trying to trying to fix all the things that were broken and it was supposed to be metaphorical but sadly it conjured up the fact in our minds that Seb, still at the age of whatever he was when he died couldn't fix anything worth a damn because he couldn't fix
1: Daniel's, Daniel's cupboard, cupboard. <laughs> so
0: he spent his whole life trying to fix Can things and he fixed it no, no he, he can't. can't
1: um we we've got um, we have, we have a few scenes of ronnie with ed in the in Wednesday's episode as well and it's just we, we're reminded of the fact that ed still hasn't forgiven ronnie for the whole um aggie i I used to data before we, we
2: and met and you. I
1: thought that maybe Michael was my boy and everything and uh, Ed's just, saying look you're not rebuilding any bridges around here soon. Friday, I'm the one that
0: does the building.
1: Friday. I totally
0: wasn't psychologically prepared for the fact that the Baileys would have a staircase this week
1: I think it was I, a, I think the it. joke ran long enough
0: Yeah I looks, agree, looks, I agree with you. Nice Oh enough. and they also have a downstairs toilet
1: Oh yeah they do don't they which is leading into Ken's lounge
0: well, He's look, got the everyone... Rover's
1: toilet leading into one side of yeah. his lounge. Ed's Bailey's <laughs> toilet leading into the other side of the lounge. I, people everyone were saying,
0: oh, it's silly because that door leads directly into Ken's house. And I was thinking, makes sense to me. Open the door. Hello, Ken. Sorry, just going for a wee. Just go up the stairs and do your business. Come back down. <laughs> close the door again. You don't have to worry about the plumbing.
1: True. Um, Friday's episode, Ed's going off to see Aggie because he realizes he's getting under Michael and Grace's feet a little bit, and he says, "Oh, can you take the camper van for a yes. spin while I'm while I'm away?" Because and-
0: it was quite funny because Michael was basically telling Ed that um, he he was he was being overbearing, but they still wanted to live in in, in Ed's yeah. house. <laughs>
2: it's
0: like, sorry, but you're going to have to accept the fact that this new granddad is going to be a bit into the baby yeah. if you live under you live the same him. roof. And you're kind of—I don't know if you're paying rent.
1: Yeah, probably not.
0: Probably
1: not. Um, so Ron- Ronnie's there just to make fun of Ed's camper van in a in a friendly way, but maybe Doesn't he was go a bit misjudged well. uh, considering what Ed had said the previous day. Jenny recommends that Ronnie give Ed some space, and he says, "Look, maybe I should just move on, find someone new to live." And Jenny's like, "Oh no, no, no! no don't, don't want live. you to leave." <laughs> mm. Um, she says that he should do some kind of grand gesture to show what a lovely guy he is, or he says that I can't remember he's got an idea, but he needs her help, so he sets the plan in action, inviting Michael and Grace round to the Rovers for a free drink later and While Jenny has got them distracted, he slips um the the campervan keys out of Michael's pocket um and decides that he's going to pimp Ed's ride as a surprise for him to show what a nice guy he is. And it feels like well. he's going to, yeah, it's not going to go down well. He's either going to make it look rubbish or he's going to rob Ed of the chance to do it up himself. I mean, you know, maybe that could have been a nice family activity to do together. I don't know. But um, that's basically everything that happened there, wasn't it? Um, I, 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 I'm not enjoying what Jenny's doing with Ronnie. I'm just like, <laughs> it feels like we're walking towards certain doom with Jenny and Johnny, just as probably Johnny's going to be released from prison. It's so annoying. It's, it's, it's like when, when, um, when Tyrone slept with Gemma just before well, she was away, whale just before she was, uh, Fizz was about to come back. It's like, you couldn't have, you know, resisted your urges for just a little while longer. I, I, my only glimmer of hope in there is surely they wouldn't have another story, affair storyline within months of the Tyrone and Alina one. Oh, I just don't want it to happen. I really, really don't want it to happen. But it feels like something is gonna go on that. I'd be very disappointed with Jenny if she gives in to those urges. Because Johnny's lovely and you've only been married for a few years. Don't do it. It's her passion. Yeah. If if they get if they get the uh the old camp of Anna rocking after he's done it up,
0: Oh no! I'm not
1: going to be happy with that. <laughs> not going to be happy. That, at now all. that sounds
0: like a very likely thing to
2: happen. I
1: know, I know. Um, and then we also just had that stuff with Sam and Daniel today, which is kind of funny. Sam's um, real decided that in order to get into Oak Hill, he needs to have Daniel coaching him. I think that, Dan, uh, that Sam could probably walk that. I know. That Oak Hill entrance exam with his I'm, eyes closed. To if he be honest. does,
0: if he's anything like the way he was with Daniel this week, he'll walk into Oak Hill and say, "Are you good enough for me?" Here's a, a series of questions that you need to answer correctly for me to deign to grace you with my presence.
1: Yeah, but it was, I, I, it was kind of it was kind of funny.
0: Explain what happened.
1: Well, he, he that. Sam just says, "Oh, can you be my tutor?" so that like, I can get into Oak Hill. So Daniel goes round there, gets given a test of a verbal and non-verbal reasoning, which is the sort of stuff you have to do to you I don't do know your... what that is. Well, it's just like, you know, here's a... um, Well, there's well, there's, there's word mean? tests, which is verbal reasoning. Oh. Um, and then non-verbal reasoning is like, you know, what's the next shape in this sequence? Square, triangle, square, square, triangle. You know, what comes next, that sort of thing. Oh, I thought
0: it was something to do with, like... How do you reason without words?
1: No, it's, no, it's not. Like, it, how it's can puzzles. you work
0: out without talking?
1: It's logic puzzles. It's the sort of stuff you have to do for your IQ test it's or whatever. It's an IQ test. Yeah. Um, it's, it's what I had to do to, you know, when I when I I had know. my grammar school entrance exam. Oh, va va! Some asked. people
0: don't, don't I know. get a chance when I to my, have those. I know, when I
1: did my 12 plus. Um, so, so, yeah, I, I don't think it's necessary at all for Daniel to be a tutor. But it was a and nice Frankie, reminder that Daniel was doing his PGCE. I don't know. I mean, I didn't really believe that he would have time to tutor Sam or indeed just, you know, lounge around in the cafe having his breakfast in the morning when he's probably got a school that he should be teaching in, but never mind. Yeah. What were you going to say?
0: Doesn't matter. Doesn't
1: matter. Um, I wonder whether this is going to spin off into its own story, whether it's just a way of getting Daniel involved in Sharon's nefarious plan. Because the last thing we heard of that still was um, Harvey telling Sharon that she needs to... Get to Leanne through Sam. Come hell or high water. and isn't a
0: character in?
1: Well, I don't know, but I guess we will find out. I mean, the, the, I can't think of any particular link that Daniel's got to to, to that lot, but I don't know. I, I, I like Daniel, and it's
0: should
2: it be fun.
1: Next is it?
2: Yeah, go that's on, then. it.
1: We're done. So um, now that we've had a chance to discuss it, Gemma, I, I kind of gave my brief impressions of the week at the beginning of the episode. What did, what you, did you say? I said I think it was a pretty solid week, but I preferred last week more. I could have done without the Baileys stuff um, and uh, even the Sam and, and Daniel bit, really. Although at some point, I suppose you have to go back to the usual soap formula of having you know three, four, five stories in a week. Um, but I, I did really, really appreciate all of the time that was given to this story. I thought all of the main players did a fantastic job again. Um, it uh, there there were bits of it that I was like, mm-hmm, which like you know how how cliche it went down the route of the the wrongful in a comma arrest because oh, I do think that Kelly deserves some kind of punishment. Um, I I I felt uncomfortable with um, the tension that was going on between Toya and Imran and you know mm-hmm. uh, and and the fact that uh, it, it was difficult because I understand that Imran would want to support Kelly but I didn't think that she necessarily deserves the support he's
0: quite naive really for a lawyer
1: (laughs) i really really loved abby um as horrible as she was being to some of the other characters i thought that it was very in character and understandable nina and roy fantastic as all nina and yeah nina and abby
0: did you say Yeah, the
1: way she was being horrible to, to mm. Nina and everyone and, and wanting justice and, and, and well, revenge. I was, thought that was in character. It was character. very true
0: to grief because she... When you're grieving, you feel completely alone. Yeah. And she kind of wanted... like People were trying to reach her um, and tell her how they felt and she didn't want to hear it. So she kind of manifested solitude by just being horrible to people to try to alienate herself. So she could have this kind of, you know, this peace that she kind of sought, like, where she was just alone, mm. just alone with her grief, because she doesn't have really anyone to share it with.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, because she rejected Nina. Nina's the only person who really feels the same way about what happened as she did, because she doesn't have um, her, the father of Seb to talk to. She doesn't... Kevin wasn't close enough to Seb to really have an emotional response to his death. So...
1: I I think I think Abby's probably going to be my character of the week this week, and I I could see why people might vote for someone like Imran for for doing the right thing and standing by Kelly. I could definitely see why people might even vote Kelly because she was a real linchpin character of the week. Um, I could see people voting Nina, although I don't think Nina did as much this week. But I think. Um,
0: Abby definitely deserves it this week. I think so she does. I mean,
1: she she could well have deserved it last week. We didn't, yeah. we didn't give it to her last week, and um, okay, just been, just Seb
0: because Seb's dead.
1: Yeah, absolutely fantastic in this story, um, and uh, just just love Sally Carmen, and she also when <laughs> we tweet about Sally Carmen, <laughs> we've had some big tweets this week, haven't we? Oh, it's been a massive just
0: saying week. saying how great. Class, so <laughs> that's the main
1: thing. So she's my character of the week, and I'm going to give this a solid four yeah. out of five. And um, I don't know whether that's going to be kind of lowballing it. What's your score out of? Oh, um, uh, well, obviously, I'm going to give it a four out of five sore winkles. Just what Michael had when he was a baby.
0: I'm going to give it four drop melons.
1: Nice, yeah. Oh I
0: tell you what, Gemma's mask is so frightening.
1: Oh, good. Yeah, Gemma. Gemma is frightening. Um, That's it then, isn't it? I'm feeling ever so slightly underwhelmed by this week, but I think it's just natural coming down from the high of the previous week that it can, it can never... It, it can't stay at that level of tension and, and everything no. forever, sadly. No. And often the mm. the following weeks after a, a big event's happened, it's always cooled down a little bit. There was still lots of great... Twists and everything. I thought that Corey was fantastic to watch. I really love him on screen. I think that
0: so evil. I think
1: that Asher, yeah, Ma- Max is doing a really, really awesome, awesome job. Of all the
0: things that um,
1: he's so play. He plays him so well. This loathsome character.
0: I mean, the one thing cowardly. that I think everybody agrees on is that Corey definitely did kill Seb, and he deserves to be punished.
2: Yeah, I think. Do you um,
0: think there's very many people who are saying that? he didn't have anything to do with it. It seems no, quite obvious.
1: No, but, but as I say, that would be an amazing twist but if he is, didn't in these tango a lot. But this
0: is what I'm saying about, like, um, c- kind of convenient villains. He is a, the most convenient villain for this to be.
1: Well, um, I, no, I think that Eli would be more of a convenient... if, if it turned out that Eli had done it. No, because
0: Corey's been an antagonist enti- the entire time he's been on the show. And he's been quite villainous as well. And he's, he's been manipulative. And I've, we've never really liked him. no so and nobody has sympathy who has sympathy for Corey? (laughs) it's It's way more nuanced to have a a villain like kelly it's braver to have a villain where you know if if kelly was to be sent to prison because it was proven that she actually was responsible people would be up in arms about Mm. it just because she's pretty and she cried
2: yeah yeah
1: Really interested to see where this goes. I and I don't know. I haven't seen any spoilers about no. where this is developing so in the slightest. Yeah, I, I don't know how the,
0: fast this is gonna all, take place.
2: A lot of
1: the I, I think I read Monday's synopsis after the episode and a lot of it was very, very vague because it was obviously hiding the fact that Seb, Seb was, was dead, dead because that was left as a as a surprise at the end of last surprise! week. So um, yeah, I am very much loving this. Um
2: Great story. Don't, don't
1: rush it, Coronation Street. Take your time. Please don't let it Go too much down the obvious it's route, great... and, and let somebody remi- remember about that boot mark on yeah. on Nina's leg sooner yeah. rather than later.
0: It's a great story, but i I don't buy how wholesale the police believe Corey mm.
2: Mm. over
0: over um, over Kelly because yeah. even just the physicality of it, you've got a boy like a big strapping lad and a, and a petite girl, and a boy that's been kicked to death. And mm. and who is more likely to have done it?
1: Yeah. I, I, I just think... I, think that I the... don't think it's
0: impossible for a girl to be able to kick a boy to death, but I certainly think, you know, if you're using Occam's razor...
1: I just think that it seems like the, the boot marks on, on Nina would...
0: Yeah, but... Ne- yeah, they'd but... be
1: really, really looking into Hang that.
0: Hang on a minute. No, they weren't the ones that kicked Nina anyway. It doesn't matter what the boot mark Oh, was. yeah, of course. <laughs> There you go. You don't need to worry about it after all.
1: Oh, well, there, there goes that theory then of what's going to happen. <laughs> already... People have probably been shouting that at me all episode. Eli oh, and Jason. I've, I've offered no useful contributions to this, uh, this episode whatsoever. Oh, though. yeah, you should quit. Oh, well. Right, I think with that we better move on and, um, <laughs> and do Mystery the next bit, the solved. podcast then, have not we? All right, let's go then. <laughs> <laughs> Right, let's find out then what did everybody vote last week's episode. We thought it was going to be a high score. And I think, to be honest, this is possibly the highest score that our Facebook group has ever given a set of episodes on Coronation Street. It averaged out as 4.87 that's out of 5. There were like 30 people, I think, that voted it to be a 5. Yeah. And, um, well, that's,
0: it was also one of the biggest... Feed, uh, the no, most the, volume no, of people who, that who'd replied. voted for us.
1: <laughs> Everyone had a lot to say about last week's episode, so thank you everybody that voted. 4.87, that is going to be a tough one to beat. That included Chad, who gave it five Scottish gits asking for false directions. That's Adam. Um, Abby, giving it five flashing blue lights of doom in the <laughs> window. And Hill, five minutes of Abby the cat heavy breathing through the oh, feedback no. section. That's right, people love it. She's she's just sitting she's sitting on a little cat tree at the moment asleep. I she's don't, not asleep. She's listening. Pretending. She she hit. She's hearing her name being mentioned. There <laughs> is. I hope mentioned. the I hope the bells aren't bothering Sorry. everybody. <laughs> she hasn't brought any mice in this past week, has she? It's been it's been, been fine.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, I listened to um one of our recent podcasts on with my e- headphones, which I don't normally do. God, she's so loud, and she's got just like <laughs> she could like <laughs> snorty. Sorry. <laughs>
1: Right. Um. We've got we've got a voicemail to start things off. And um, it's from Joseph. I haven't heard this yet. I <gasps> emailed this a few days ago. So I'm, I'm going to pause the recording now so we can have a listen with you guys and see what Joseph has got to say about recent going on down in Weatherfield. So uh, here we go.
3: Hi, Michael and Gemma. Uh, It's been a while since I've sent in any feedback for the podcast. But I have been watching the show Um, and I thought I'd send in my two pence thoughts on the latest developing storyline of the hate crime, um, on Coronation Street, um, it was really unexpected, um, well, not really, for me at least, I was spoiled, (laughs) um, that, uh, Seb was gonna die on the Facebook group, but it's, it's all on me, don't worry, um, but as what Gemma said, seeing it play out on TV for yourself, me, was more of an impact so I think that's they did a good job in that even if you did get spoilerized, if you did try to find all the behind-the-scenes gossip on the production of the show, just seeing how they executed it, it they delivered it. Um, I, I have a coworker of mine on, who I see only on Wednesdays, and that's her only Cory Day with me because that's the only way that she watches Coronation Street is while we're at work. And there's nothing going on, and we watch it on my phone, and she couldn't believe what was going on, and all the um lead up to, um, Sebanina getting beaten up and everything. Um, going back to Kelly, I even though he's they're not directly in related, but if Imran hadn't agreed that Kelly could be. Um, fostered, uh, cared by them, um, maybe this would ever happened, but it probably would have happened to somebody else, um, and the whole aspect of Corey's dad being involved. And I really understand Gemma's point in that, you know, th- this sort of thing doesn't typically involve, um, well-off privileged, uh, bullies, but I think in this case, this part of the storyline reminds me of a, um incident here in the States where a, um adult um, murdered and raped a girl. And because of his privileged lifestyle, he, I think he only got six months um, in jail and Nothing else, so that still infuriates me to this day. So I'm wondering if Coronation Street would go in that route of the storyline in Corey's perspective. Um, I didn't realize that the attack on Sebina in Sto- Corey's um, timeline actually happened on Cinco de Mayo, which I kind of found f- had a bit of a chuckle on that, but uh, awful, awful. Um, I cannot wait to see how the story develops and can't wait to listen to the next podcast. Bye.
0: Thank you, Joseph. Sorry that you got spoiled on the Facebook group. We do tend to talk about things as they happen in the (laughs) UK. So, um, If something big and unexpected happens, uh, you can be caught by surprise sometimes by our Facebook group. But if you're on Twitter, um, you would have probably seen people talking about it Absolutely. as well um so yeah it's, it's interesting to hear the perspective of somebody who went in knowing what was going to happen and saying it was still f- effect like it was still impactful
1: yeah i mean we I we said that we when we went into the episode no i think when i went into the episode i thought it wasn't going to happen but i had thought it was going to happen and um and even what, on the wednesday it? the the death but oh yeah for the death i was talking about but for the um for the attack itself on Monday, we we knew that something was going to happen, but it was still super tense, wasn't it?
0: Yes, definitely. Um, and you bring up privilege. I don't. I think I mentioned this on the Facebook group, but I don't think I've said it in the podcast yet. But uh, maybe I said it last week. <laughs> I need to stop talking about this outside of the podcast because Save I, all your thoughts, yeah,
1: for Friday nights. Gemma. I can never
0: remember whether I said this or not. But um, I I believe I tried to do a bit of research, but I didn't find a lot out about the people who committed the. Murder that this story, the story is based on the Sophie Lancaster murder. I don't think that they were privileged at all. I think that they were working class
1: yeah. lads. Uh, yeah, I thought um, you saying that.
0: So, so this is a very interesting perspective. Uh, a different, it, it ch- changes the ball game slightly, doesn't it? Mm. Um, it's really interesting what you said, Joseph, about the the famous case. I don't know what you're talking about, but it brought to mind a different case of an equally privileged young man. Um, who Brock Turner who was um accused of of rape and I think he um almost got away with it because he was on the swim team
2: oh, right.
0: so um, that was a rape case that was very notorious in, in America yeah. and there's also the affluenza case which was when wasn't it somebody did something and the judge said that they were a victim of being too rich I can't remember <laughs> but the f- very fact of the matter that you can bring up a case where somebody you know gets away with something because of how rich they were and I genuinely can think of several examples that aren't the one you're talking about just goes to prove what an awful yeah. um how awfully often it happens mm, yeah. and I mean that awfully in the original sense of the term mm. but yeah thank you very much for your thank voice you.
1: Um, We've got an email now from George. He he emailed us last week after Wednesday's episode and he said that I wanted to know his thoughts on Friday. So here they come. Uh, Briefly on Corey and Asher, George says, I found both their behaviour odd. Mainly Asher, who at one point was oh oh, Nina's so lovely why would anyone attack her to then after the break going to her bedside trying to convince Nina that Corey didn't do it I mean make up your mind love <laughs> I did love Mary's rescue attempt but COVID restrictions made it fall uh, full flat as Corey was in earshot and defended himself by saying they watched Tenet I definitely remember him saying that Right, on to the tragedy. I just want to point
0: out that Covid restrictions should mean that you have more space between you, not less.
1: (laughs) On to the tragedy. As the episode unfolded, I didn't think Seb would die. As I saw in the TV listings on Sky Plus for this Wednesday show, that it gives Abby new evidence. So I thought he wouldn't come round till Monday. Then Abby's told he's dead. And I think, well, maybe it'll be like they do sometimes in film and TV where they think a character's dead. And it turns out he's all right. God, I just imagined if they'd have done that. Friday's episode ends with them saying he's dead and then next month, next well, Monday the, the, No he's fine. Why are the, the doctors like
0: talked about it? Did make it seem like you know, they they went through all the things and then at the end they were like, Well
1: that he would have been, breathing. That would and have his been really stopped, jumping the shark, and, and he's not, him moving, not really be dead.
0: So we reckon he's dead.
1: <laughs> um,
0: you haven't finished the sentence. George
1: says that he he uh, he saw uh, Harry's goodbye message on Twitter, so that confirmed it for him that he was really really. So gone. this
0: new evidence that was discovered on Wednesday was obviously the voicemail on the phone. Yes, yes, exactly. So that was a bit of a um. What's it called?
1: Red Herring. Yes. Um, Well, that's what you get looking in the spoilers then and thinking you know what's going (laughs) to happen. I did love Abby throughout the whole week, George says, but my one problem is I think she might be the new Michelle when it comes to the tears department.
0: Michelle's not the most recent tears department
1: lady. Leanne, um, I did have one issue and that was the few moments where after Abby got told as the sound went off, it made me think there was something wrong with the (laughs) telly. But then it came back. They could have maybe done a monologue or some form of music. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that um there were other Abby supporters. She was also. I've I've seen some people as well. You know, really, really criticizing Abby today because of the way she's treated Nina, and and she's kind of telling Nina she's a freak and saying that she's a goth and this is all her fault, and that is horrible. And I mean, Abby is you know, not knocking on forty years old, and she's attacking this this girl half her age basically in the street and maybe she should be you know the older wiser more mature one but um Abby's Abby's has a lot of issues in the past and I don't and I think in some ways she's not as emotionally mature as as other people that age might be and I I still think it's yeah in character and and it's horrible but I think that I think that because I know that the the makeup is bound to happen you know, the, the apology and, and, you know, taking Nina to heart and everything, I would, I would forgive her today.
0: She's also not had the benefit of Nina explaining how deeply important the way she looks is to her and how it's an outward expression of her internal kind of personality. Yeah. Like, she, like, I guess she, she has a, she has a different relationship with her clothing than many of us do, in which we just kind of think that we put on whatever's nearest or we don't put as much thought into how, wh- how we dress. But Nina is part of her personality, really. So she doesn't view it in the same way. Like, um, is, Yeah, it's an external manifestation.
1: Yeah, of, absolutely. Of herself. Absolutely. Finally, George says, I agree with Michael on the week being four and a half, as Monday let the week down, with Roy being my character of the week, only because Abby went a bit too dramatic on Friday for me, and I think it could be both Corey and Kelly responsible. He's got two big fears, though, that the first is Abby blames Nina for this. Yes, that happens. And second is that Nina moves away from her identity, which also happens, which I really don't want to see happen, as I feel it's very important to be yourself no matter what others think. Well, like, like I'm sure we said... um, I think Nina moving away from her identity is definitely only temporary. Seeing her seeing her makeup lust this week, we didn't even say really. It felt funny, didn't it? Seeing her, you know, with a with a rosier complexion and all <laughs> the bruises and everything. And then and then obviously dressed up you know in in Nina's ripped jeans and everything. It, it didn't suit her. In uh,
0: Shona's ripped
1: jeans. In, in Shona's ripped jeans, sorry. I yeah. thought it was
0: kind of funny that even though she was trying not to be gothy, she still managed to get the most monochrome outfit. I know, that she could I know. I <laughs> Um yeah, I agree. I agree with you, but I'm not worried about. I feel. I feel like this will be. There will be a triumphant and symbolic moment when yeah. this gets put behind Nina, and the way that we'll know that she's healed is that she'll put her makeup back on.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, I I don't mind if she stays this way for you know, a, a decent chunk of time. To be honest, just because it's something that I think after this story we probably won't see again. When she's got back up again, that's going to be it now so let's let's take some time to slow it down and explore
0: this other
1: side of
2: nina
0: it's also important to recognize that you know people's personal style evolves and maybe when nina decides to sort of regain her confidence and feels as though she can be herself again maybe that person has changed a little bit and perhaps she might not be as theatrically gothic as she has before because we said before on the show that sometimes her outfits feel more like costumes than they do clothes, mm. um, and there are certainly different ways to be goth, be a goth. Like there are all different types of, you know, it, Sophie Lancaster wasn't didn't dress the same way that Nina does. She mm. had she had like bright red dreadlocks red yeah. and stuff. So. You know, there's only there's no one way to be a goth. Any more than
1: there's no one way to be any anything. Well, I, I don't know anything about goths really, and I don't. But when you think of goth, you think teenager, don't you? Yeah. So w- what what do grown-up goths, goths look like? I mean, Ozzy Osbourne.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I,
1: I, so I Carla, honestly don't know. Do Michelle. they? Yeah. Do,
0: well, generally.
1: And, and you and if you're going to a teenager, that's when you you have your rebellious fashion stage and stuff, yeah. anyway. So she she could tone tone down a bit, but I think. I think she's still going look, to look.
0: at the end of the day. If if Nina like in thirty years time, do I think Nina's going to wear black lipstick and like wear Victorian clothes? No, I don't think so. Does that mean that she's not passionately and authentically that now? No. You change as you as you age and different things happen to you. You can be you can be authentically one way at a certain age and then change and become something different. Be no less yourself, but who you are changes. Mm. And um, the the I mean the thing is about you know do you see any adult goths well how where would you see them? They're not going to wear that to work.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, what about um thing in the IT crowd? You know, yeah, in the, I know in this cupboard. mean, there's covered Richmond, Richmond, yeah, hanging <laughs> I mean, off the wall. Um,
0: yeah, I think that um, I think that you know Nina's a creative person and she works in a cafe. And she's already an adult. There's no reason why she couldn't wear this forever. The yeah. the, the main reason why people kind of stop wearing goth clothes is because they've got work down Barclays.
1: I'd love to see what, like, job Nina would get when she's older. Is she going to stay at the cafe? It doesn't feel like that that's a natural I place kind of for just her just to like go. I like her
2: being... I like her
1: being the fashion designer, but... Yeah, wish does, she... does she have a, her own little boutique or something of
2: eclectic clothing? Oh,
1: opening clothing? vintage clothing store. That's yeah, a bit that worked been for life. That worked so well for Sinead, didn't it?
0: I think she she's fine working as she is because she's a freelance fashion designer at the factory.
1: Yeah,
0: and um, she also I mean, it's works given in a her cafe.
1: Lots, of, lots of scenes with Roy.
0: And I mean, you know, perhaps we're we're missing the obvious here, and that that Coronation Street is actually a communist paradise, whereby everybody contributes to the best of their ability, and all the money is just divided <laughs> equally amongst everybody. Maybe,
1: maybe. Because
0: if that were the fact, I would also work in a cafe because it seems <laughs> like really good fun. And I also could write funny messages on a spoon.
1: Yeah, and make, make jokes about cream horns.
0: Yeah, and tell people that they're not allowed a sausage. <laughs> Sounds like a Who has hand.
1: emailed us next? Fiona. Oh, yes.
0: Hope you're both well. Just thought I'd drop you a couple of lines of feedback for last week. I haven't inflicted my opinions on you for ages. It's no secret that I adore Nina. She reminds me so much of me back in the day. I was a teenage misfit goth, so I have got really invested in her character. This storyline has particularly moved me, though, because in 1998, me and my friend were beaten up for being gay. I was lucky enough to escape with a few cuts and bruises, but my friend was quite seriously assaulted and spent time in hospital with various broken bones and internal bleeding. The way that this story has been written has been absolutely beautiful. Molly, Harry, David and Sally have really shown what insanely good actors they are. It's been a painful joy to watch, especially with memories it evokes, but a joy because of the sensitivity that has been shown over the absolute horror and senselessness of any hate crime. It's a gorgeous tribute to Sophie Lancaster, and the actors and writers should be tremendously proud of the way they have handled it. I'm looking forward to the fallout being as engaging. That ends up being longer than I thought. (laughs) Character of the week is Nina, and I give it 4.5 successful, smart, and admittedly smoking-hot businesswoman out of 5. Fantastic job, Corrie. Love the podcast and thank you for the hard work you put in. It's sanity on my Saturdays.
1: Thank you very much. It's, it's really, I mean, one of the things about um, doing the podcast over the years, especially with the issues stories, is people writing in and saying how some of the stories have resonated with them and reminds them of past experiences. It's, it's been really, it's been sad how we've had a, a handful of people saying that they've experienced or they know people have experienced similar situations to this, this particular one.
0: Reminds me of the Aiden storyline in that it's been one of the most, one of the stories that people have re- responded to yeah,
2: got most by talking.
0: saying, I've had this happen to me. Mm. And Fiona's just one, one and, person and, 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 who said, I mean. In a
1: situation that you don't think. Does happen like with with age in storyline? Then they they always they banded about the, the statistics about how many people take their own lives in a year and what percentage of them are men and everything. And that was really quite shocking. And mm-hmm. you didn't you didn't realise that this happened. And I think these these kind of attacks are obviously similar. Yeah, you like to Fiona think that they don't
0: being beaten up for being gay. T- mm. And that's nineteen ninety eight. So yeah,
2: yeah, it's
0: just horrible. Um And it is you know. It is shocking how many people have said this happened to me. Even on our Facebook group, people saying that sharing their stories, and I hope that it is cathartic, and it it's um helpful because mm. not it's not off, it's not always the case. Like I can't watch things, some things that really hit me. I can't watch them on Coronation Street, um, but other people who have had the similar experience to perhaps I have can watch it and and feel. You know, I don't know. I think catharsis yeah, is a pretty good a... word for it. Just also, just the power of being acknowledged and having something like Coronation Street say, "Yeah, we see you. We see this happens. Yeah. We we we're, we're with you. We we feel the way that you feel about it." And here's somebody going through what you have gone through, and here here is us showing you the sympathy for these characters, that you should have been shown at the time. Mm. Because for every person who has been a victim of a crime like this, the outpouring of support and love for Nina, that's for you too.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing Daniel going through lots of hard work and stress and, uh,
0: it's resonating with you isn't it that, absolutely that, yeah. yeah when he's, you're when he's having a teacher to I mean I feel it would be really nice if it could resonate with you that you get paid £35 an hour
2: <laughs> to
0: tutor a small cute child perhaps I could bring you biscuits
1: yeah. um, Nancy has, it will
0: made me laugh the way that um, David and Daniel were like oh my gosh can you afford £35 an hour it's like if he can't afford £35 tuition he is not going to be go able to afford Oak oh, <laughs>
1: Nancy wrote to us this week and said that she thought she'd wait until after Monday's episode before she sent her feedback in. So she wanted to find out the uh, the 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 out what's the word the consequences of uh, of Seb's death. So attacking someone for being different to you is the origin of all hate crimes. Nancy Sorry, I says. just need to
0: interrupt, Nancy. Sorry to interrupt you, my lovely. But this reminds me of something I forgot to say last week was that one of the good things that have come out that came out of the sophie lancaster foundation's involvement in hate crimes is that from two thousand and thirteen, I think it is the Manchester police record attacks like this as a hate crime oh okay, because they weren't always registered as such, and it's really important to collect information about this kind of thing because unless you have information, you can't combat. Mm. You know, or tackle the problem unless you know how extensive it is as well, yeah. and and what kind of people are being targeted
1: mm. um, sorry, Nancy. That's okay, Gemma. Corey's behaviour is so realistic and exactly what I expected of him. He tries to blame Kelly for it, but he's only interested in himself. Kelly never expected it and um, is now going to be ending up... Um, no, she
0: Kelly, Kelly never, never expected to do it end would end in up a murder. In a murder
1: though. Yeah, sorry, you're right. Gemma brought up a good point about how Abby may try to tell Nina to stop dressing like a goth. This is mm-hmm. realistic, because my father once said to me, that must be something you do that attracts their attention. Uh, but he said it out of concern.
0: Well, look, this the whole th- i have it's been playing in the back of my mind and i i didn't say anything about it in the in the podcast but the whole well what was she wearing we all have heard this before about rape and about women being raped and about what can you do to trigger somebody's um you know is it how much is it your fault and this really drives me crazy there's There's an exhibition i remember that's like I think it's a traveling exhibition where women donate the clothing that they were wore where they when they were raped and a lot of it is like ordinary clothes, dogging outfits, you know um pajamas mm. just everyday clothes, but even if you were wearing bra and pants, it doesn't give any, anybody the right to do anything or touch you. And if you were wearing a Queen Victoria outfit, the most gothic woman I can think of, (laughs) and you were holding a replica of Prince Albert's skull and walking down the road crying about how he died, still would not give anybody the right to attack
1: you. Nope. Absolutely. Um... Nancy continues, um, performances. performances continue to be outstanding. Great to see Nick, Leanne and Simon outsmart Sharon. Where have they gone to at the moment? They're still
0: well, we don't know. disappeared, totally haven't
1: they, after um, after Blokey kicked their door down. Uh, it's amazing with everything going on too. Nancy says we've got a wonderful scene with Jenny and Sharon and I was happy that Toya didn't listen to Sharon.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. I know it's only Monday, but I'd love to see the Baileys' reaction to the attack on Seb. He's a bit sad for a bit. He closed the yard and that's about it. they got their own issues. And last <laughs> week's Cory and Nancy gave five out of five smarty eyes. The character week was Seb and this might be another five out of five week.
0: have to wait to find to out, out. Yeah, next week, yeah. won't we?
1: I feel, I mean, I, I want to see what people, yeah. It, it wasn't a five this week. It wasn't a five. But I, maybe I think more people are going to like go around the 4.5 sort of area maybe. I don't know. Right. Um have we done? have got I've done it. I've just been yeah. Right. You um you can read out Rebecca's message and then I think uh, that is it. Yeah. For this podcast.
0: Hang on, get off, please. Sorry,
1: we're both trying to use the mouse at the same time.
0: Michael's got the laptop I've got the touch mouse and I've got the actual mouse. Um oh, it, something Nancy said triggered something that I was wanted to say but I forgot what it is. Oh no! Something I haven't said. Everyone's you gonna be mad now. Save it,
1: Vanessa. And
0: wants to know what I think about everything.
1: <laughs> I think people know more than enough about what you think about I the sleep They, they
0: always do. Shout Nobody comes her. away wanting more. Um, that's that's our promise to you. By the time you finish, you'll be glad that it's over. <laughs>
2: right,
0: Rebecca says, "Wow, what a week! I can't fault the Seb and Nina storyline. Fantastic acting from all, including Molly." Harry, Maximus, Millie, Tanisha, Sally, David, even the smaller parts like Harriet and Elle played their parts. I did have, when the story was announced, a gut feeling that Seb might die only because Harry hadn't been used much last year, but I changed my mind when I read the press release. I was shocked when Seb died, however, I agree with Michael that someone needed to die to make the story realistic. Yeah, it really wouldn't have done justice to Sophie's story. No,
1: everything that the the characters have been going through this week as well, the stakes as well. Yeah. It to do with Sophie's story, of course, but the stakes are, are that much more raised because yeah. of the death.
0: David Nielsen broke my heart on Wednesday's episode, both with with him writing notes down, asking if Nina's jewellery was for was for a while she was in the Operation Theatre or Forever, and finally him mentioning Hayley. Corey's a jerk, and like... <laughs> <laughs> that's the least of it and like you Gemma feeling vindicated for saying Kelly was a wrongin. I felt the same about Cory, although at first I thought he would be a low level wrongin, now the tables have turned the has died Maximus is doing a brilliant job of making me hate him I think he will push Kelly under the bus and blame her for the attack correct I also think we will sympathise with her however I will never forgive her fully for the slap she gave Nina good for you Rebecca let's us stand our ground we'll have the we hate Kelly club and we will never ever leave it
1: I'd Ever. really... I, I think that if, if and when Kelly does get released, I'd be really interested to see the next scene with her and Nina in. Like, is... Cause yeah.
0: Yeah, I want to see her confront would,
1: her. Would, is Nina going to blame her or is she just going to rise above it and...
0: And also, has Kelly actually learned anything from this? Because I don't think she has. Like, has she stopped to think to herself... And, uh, you know, I said this last week too... Kelly's not crying because she's sad that that Seb is dead and Nina got attacked for something as simple as wearing a black dress she's crying because she's in trouble and she she doesn't want to go to prison
1: yeah and and maybe she's getting into a bit more trouble than she deserves to but
0: I don't think she no she deserves well, that's what
1: she thinks
0: Wow. I can't, I just genu- I genuinely, uh, maybe I would make an excellent judge or maybe I would make a terrible one, but I, I can't be moved by the plight of people that are sad that they got caught for doing something wrong.
1: <laughs> Throw away the key.
0: Throw away the key. Sally Carmen broke me on Friday. That was says, a bit careless. <laughs> says Rebecca. I've lost it again. <sighs>
1: that whale.
0: That whale she did was brilliant. I also hope she doesn't go back to the drugs, although if she did, I could understand her grief. I also don't think her and Kevin will get married for a while yet, but I also don't think they were split up either. Maybe they'll decide, Rebecca, that they just don't need a bit of paper to tell them how much they love each other.
1: <laughs> Abby was wearing the um that, that bride rosette all through Monday's episode as well, I just know. to add a little bit, of, a bit more tragedy a to bit, it, to yeah. tug on the old heartstrings.
0: Oh, but I wonder if she'll ever take that necklace off. Did she mm. put it on? I can't remember. <laughs> Fantastic work from all in what is a very hard-hitting story, close to where I live, and I can also remember Sophie's attack happening, which was awful and so sad. I also quite enjoyed the Sharon story, although I had no idea how it's going to pick up now. I also never thought Seb's liver being donated, although with was Gemma Googling and finding out... Yeah, I did Google in there. Yeah, and finding it didn't even out, get mentioned It probably week. won't happen. It was a good theory. Character of the Week was Abby... Nearly was Roy, could have easily been Seb, Nina, Corey or Kelly, and I give it five. Yes, five. Piers Morgan does Seb's head in at a five. I was going for four and a half, but the shock of Seb's death and the fantastic acting by all made me jump to a five. I know Monday's was a bit meh, but I just let it slide for once. Also, dedicating Wednesday's and Friday's episode just to the attack helped too.
1: Lovely. Thank you very yeah. much, everybody. Thank you for your feedback. Thank you, too, as well, just for the general feedback that we had about last week's podcast, where a lot, quite a few oh, people yeah. have written to us just the odd message saying that they thought, they thought we good. handled it quite well.
0: It's so nerve-wracking.
1: I know. It was easier this week where it wasn't, you know, it's obviously still a serious story. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think we felt we could be a bit freer to be a bit silly I think mostly I let you do most of the talking this week I think you you had a lot to say yeah I did Um, have a lot
0: to say whether or not I should have said everything but no I
1: I, I did enjoy this week's curry Um,
0: Um, I I definitely have said this before but it's probably worth just saying again that when we started this podcast we just started it to do a, a show where we talked about what we thought opinions about... We should have about. seen
1: all these issues, the stories coming. I
0: don't think Corey was as issues-based as when we first started, as it is now. And I, I just generally never thought that we'd be tackling really heavy things like no. male suicide and hate crimes and racism. And I no, just... No, I thought it'd be
1: like, oh, look, he's sleeping with who this oh, week. Oh, look,
0: he's had an affair. <laughs> oh, isn't she a hard-faced cow? Um, I'm glad that we... You yeah, it's certainly educated
1: us, and it's making it and, made it more interesting. And if
0: it can help people share their stories, and if you also, if you want to write in like Fiona did and share your story about how this affected you, you know, feel feel free because mm. it's really important for our people to realise that this is not just an isolated incident. There's not just one story that you know that we can look to and say that this was based on that story. There's there's there are many people who have experienced. And we've had lots of them on our Facebook group, and it's and um I hope that in sharing your story on our Facebook group or with other people, you've it kind of unburdens you because, yeah. um, it just makes you feel so validated to see your story on the on the screen and to to see how people react to it, doesn't it?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, thank you, everybody. Um, and that good is... job,
0: Coronation Street.
1: Oh yeah, they're they're really doing a jolly good job with this. Story. And I think let's screw it up, Curry.
0: Uh, yeah just be careful
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) there's many
0: pitfalls ahead
1: yeah I I think I think the story is going to be relegated soon I mean it can't stay you know at the A story the almost only story for much longer Um, but I think every I think for the coming weeks every time a scene comes up that isn't in this story we're gonna be like no go back to the Nina story and that is a mark of a good story isn't it When that happens, it kind of makes some of the other almost silly drama, like the Sharon stuff, which we still enjoyed at the time. It just makes it seem even, you know, fluffier and (laughs) less, less impactful, less important because, you know, it's just a bit of of melodrama.
2: That
0: kind of caper was what I thought we'd spend all of our time talking about when we first started doing the podcast. But it's delved into more serious territory and (laughs) it is privileged to be able to talk about these things and... I feel very responsible for trying to get it right. So when you guys let us know that you think we're doing a good job, it really means a lot. Yes, thank you. I also want to say thank you to John, who mentioned on our Facebook page that the second half of Friday's episode, because it was an hour long in the UK, was written by his new writer, David Proud. He did a really good job.
1: Yes, I'm sure he was going to be very proud of himself. (sighs) Thanks. I just realised that we didn't even mention the fact that we haven't got a new segment this week. We just blasted straight on with the feedback after Street oh, yeah. Tour, didn't we? I don't, there wasn't a whole... Lot of, well... The, the main bit of slightly Coronation Street-related news this week was that Tracy Braben has been elected Mayor of West Yorkshire and, and she played Tricia Armstrong back in the 90s in Coronation Street. So that's really, really cool that an ex-Coronation Street is mm. at a start is now a mayor of something. And if you want to know more about the character of Tricia Armstrong, then make sure you listen to our bonus podcast that's out today where we give her a little bit of a rundown of her four years on the show. So um, interesting stuff there. I hope. There was another kind of news story that broke today as well, wasn't Ugh. there? But it's kind of going into spoiler territory. It's not really that exciting news. I think the discussion would be more about the I spoilers really want to talk about and the possibilities it, of what's going to happen, which I guess is going to start to possibly rear its ugly head on the screen to, uh, soon because I'm not particularly. It's a
0: really irritating story
1: it is irritating it's irritating but I'm not can we a... just
0: like hang on a minute right so we go, can we just talk about it briefly because you want to talk about it you said you didn't want to talk about it but you brought it up no I don't
1: up. particularly can I we just quickly just... oh I'm really tired right,
0: conversationstreet at gmail.com conversationstreet.poppy.com leave us a review on iTunes we're going to talk about a spoiler in a minute Instagram Twitter at Conversationsturer Spotify be careful because the spoiler is coming we have a Facebook group with all our lovely people like Fiona and John and Rebecca's on there and Nancy's on there all of your favourite Coronation Street contributors. Um, we're going to talk about spoiler in a minute. You have a YouTube page where we upload things like, for example, who was it who died?
1: Luke Britton. Luke.
0: Yeah, that's the guy. We,
1: updated, we added the uh, character profile of this week.
0: We have a Patreon as well. And we're about to talk about a spoiler. Da 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 da. Spoiler time ready. Oh my God. Guess what, everybody? They're doing a product placement with Purple Bricks, which is an online estate agency company where that's you kind of the spoiler. have to do all your own stuff. Basically, you you become your own estate agent um, and... And
1: that's the company that you've... you've, You said we're not selling with them.
0: No, I said we're not buying anything. You're
1: not buying anything with them when we were looking browsers.
0: No, I'm not interested in...
1: What's the spoiler though, Gemma? That's not it because that just sounds like it should be normal news.
0: So, the product placement is that they are going to sell the Rovers. Hmm. How annoying to have found this out. Ian McLeod has released this information as like part of the part of the product placement to drum up business. Because obviously, Purple Bricks is now getting loads more promotion for this than they would have done if it had just been on the screen with no fanfare. But what... It makes me wonder how bother, long the,
1: the for sale sign is going to be outside the Rovers.
0: Why bother... we well, you want Purple Bricks to be there for months. <laughs> why bother s- announcing which storyline... Because he also announced the storyline that it goes along with this, which you could probably guess, but it's still annoying to have it confirmed... Why Why do you need to say, the, number one, the property, and number two, the storyline? It would have been, it would have generated way more interest, intrigue, and press for Purple Bricks if he had said, an iconic Coronation Street establishment will be up for sale this summer in Coronation Street with purplebricks.com, your one-stop shop for all your estate agent needs. I don't know if it's .com or whatever. Then we would have been going, oh, I wonder if it's the cabin. Do you think that they mean Roy's? Is it the kebab shop? Is that iconic enough? Not really sure. What about the co-op? Nah, don't be stupid. Mm, you know what I mean? It would, would have been, have been way better. more interesting because we would have been talking. Well, number one, it would have generated discussion about purple bricks. Number two, it would have just dis- would have generated a really interesting discussion about what do we consider to be an iconic part of the street. Mostly everybody would have guessed the Rovers, but there's arguably plenty of really iconic parts of the street and people might not have even guessed it would be a property, um a commercial property they might have guessed it would have been a house what's the most iconic house is it number 1 it, or is it the, the duckworth old house but where which with number? The is cladding? that with the cladding nine you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah um and it's why also, does he
0: have to not, tell us every
1: Oh, I nearly swore. <laughs> he didn't tell us about Seb dying, Gemma. Give him that.
0: They probably had to like gag him. I'm sorry. I'm talking. <laughs> about,
1: I'm sure he's
0: he's like he doesn't. I haven't a, a looked really any further
1: job. into it. It said it was going to be part of an exciting Jenny and Johnny story. So it's going to be to do with Johnny's return. You know, I it's suppose. going to be about
0: Jenny and Johnny because they live
1: there. Yeah, I, I'm not happy that the Rovers is going up for sale for a couple of reasons. One, it just adds fuel to my the the fire that is. I'm desperately trying to put out in my brain that Jenny and um, Johnny are gonna split up because of some affair that she's gonna have with Ronnie, which I so don't want to happen, it's untrue. But also yeah, I just I'm just not happy with them the idea of them splitting up because um I think they're a lovely couple and why do they need another affair storyline and why can't people be just happy for longer? The
0: other problem I have with it is um... I personally, I,
1: what? I was going to also say, I don't think that Jenny and Johnny have had a decent run as landlords and that's landlady. Oh, yeah, considering what brilliant potential they had, and partly it's not their fault that they've not had a good stab at it, because of obviously everything that's happened over the past year. Um, and it's just going to, if this is it for them, then they've almost got less of a legacy than flipping Toyer and Peter there, and that's saying something, because at least we got you know, a decent load of scenes in there, even if we didn't think that Toya was a particularly effective landlady.
0: I was going to say exactly that, but also to point out that the the Rovers is... I don't think this is going to... They're going to sell it.
1: I hope not. So I don't know if
0: Purple Bricks would be happy with this because it seems like a bit of a a stupid (laughs) promotion to go, yeah, you can also change your mind at any point. And if you're buying on Purple Bricks, bear in mind the person selling could be a flaky cow and bob out of the sale before you've completed
1: that's true. Um, how much? How desperate are they to have their uh, brand plastered across our screen six times a week?
0: Anyway, the other thing is that, yeah, the Rovers has got a revolving door on the front of it now and that's not right.
1: Really not.
0: The Rovers, for 30 years, mm. had um, Annie behind the bar... Um, and the only reason—well,
1: no, Annie was like twenty odd and, and twenty twenty-five, and then it was Bet. But the first, okay. the first half of Coronation Street, literally sixties, sixties, seventies, eighties, and half of the nineties. For the first thirty-five years on Coronation Street, there were two,
0: two, two landladies, land people. and before, and you know, Bet, Bet was in it for years before she became the landlady. Yeah, and and since then, it's become more and more rapid.
1: Like who is it? Who's it gonna be this time? It's, it's not it's, the Doctor
0: Who it's... of Coronation Street. We don't need to change You're right, it, all
1: that's the time. How it. That's how it feels like. It does let's feel let's like freshen that. it up.
0: Oh, no, who's who is it gonna be next? Who can we thrust into the limelight now? Mm. And who's who knows, you know, if it does sell it really has to sell to somebody that already lives on the street. Because yeah, if yeah, they bring yeah. in a new person like they did with Stella, it's gonna be it's mm. gonna bomb. But There you go. That's 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 just my
1: theorising. I mean, there was a bit of spoiler in there and an awful lot of theory as well on my part. I don't know The facts
0: are that they have revealed that they're going to sell the Rovers with purple bricks. I would go with Austin and Wyatt myself, but I don't get to choose the people that are sponsoring. Um, And then you. And that they said that it was to do with Jenny and Johnny. Yeah, and the exciting rest of Jenny that and Joy is, is down to I, um, our imaginations. I really hope that my, my
1: deepest, darkest fears that I'm holding for this storyline prove to be um unfounded and and everything. I mean, in be real fine. life
0: they get put it on purple bricks and Weatherspoons would buy it and it would just be called the Rovers Return Weatherspoons and they'd just sell dodgy Chili and Curry Night and have curry nights. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they, and everyone had, would go, Oh, I don't mind that it's a spoons now because you can order from your app and get your food delivered to your table. I don't know if I've, they've never had been, stories I've literally the, never been in a weather spoons. They've had stories
1: life. on Curry before where there was a possibility of selling out, wasn't there? Like when um wasn't it when, when Bette and Alec um were in charge or they sold it or something, then the boozy newt were going to take over and, and then also there was the story when Jenny and Johnny first moved into it and they, they teased that they were gonna have a rebrand, don't they, with the rovers with the Z on the end. Yeah. But. Yeah, I don't want any of that. Come on, give them a chance. They're a good couple. They haven't had enough chance to show, you know, what they're made of as landladies and landlords. It would be a very, very silly move to split them up and get one of them out.
0: But, you know, the show is not made of people being happy. And this was one of the criticisms that we had about... Um, Kana fans saying that they just wanted scenes of Rana and Kate uh, going on picnics together and stuff.
1: They just had to go through Johnny being in prison and seeing his dead son.
0: The the basic fact of the matter is, if you're a couple on Coronation Street, you're not getting any airtime unless you're having an argument.
1: Yeah, but, you know, Jack and oh, Annie... Well, you're getting together. Jack and Annie had their ups and downs, didn't they, for the 20 years or yeah, so, well, but I'm... they didn't... Uh, they they very rarely got to the stage where people thought, oh, they're going to split you up. You
0: can forget the London Lovelies debacle.
1: <laughs> what, what was that? Was there was a bit... Wasn't there a story where Annie went... Uh, or Jack moved out to somebody's house for a couple of days or something? Yeah, I don't they... know, but I just want there to be... There really, really needs to be stability at the Rovers. It's crazy that you know we've had
3: seemingly you you no this, no change
1: it. in the salon for years. I mean, Audrey's Audrey's been in charge of that place for like twenty plus years now. Factory, there's been a little bit of change, I suppose. Um, Roy has uh, has had his cafe there again since the turn of the millennium. But Ro- Rovers, I think, really, really should be there.
0: There should be more stability in the Rovers. Yeah, and they need to um, they need to invest more in whoever they put behind the bar give them more face time and not just it should be the hub it's not like a and they've they've diversified too much now with their sets
2: Mm -mm.
1: anyway
0: but it's not their fault that there was a pandemic
1: no it's not but then they say okay so let's let's double down and now we can have people going back into the now Rovers and everything. Have. Let's sell let's, it. Let's re- reboot Johnny and Jenny. And, it's and really... maybe this is what this will turn out to be, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it could be. It's really interesting to consider how did this partnership come about, really? Who approached who? And how did the story come up? And mm. how much input did Purple Bricks have? Were they involved at all in any storyline stuff? Well, what... Like, did they get offered, like, oh, we'll sell number three? And they're like,
1: no, it must be the Rovers. What, what do you think about the fact that there is another product placement on there? Because, I mean, I don't I don't, I don't particularly care. mind co-op and costa being there. I mean, when they're there carrying their costa cups, that's probably when it seems most blatantly in your face, but it's not too bad. But it, it, are we going to get more and more? Is this the beginning of a slippery slope?
0: Um, the thing is about it is that... you I don't really feel that you can complain about product placement on Coronation Street if you've looked and seen what Coronation Street used to be like, which is brands everywhere, all over the place. But they didn't pay to be there, but they still existed. Yeah, well, I, that
1: felt more natural. Yeah,
0: I don't feel, I don't feel as though, um, the, the having brands affects my enjoyment of the show. But you're right in that it, they're so few and far between that they stick out a bit more.
1: Yeah, yeah, you, where you have your... There's still, there's still the odd brands in Deb's shop There's an actual one, but it's it's mixed well well mixed among the the Gleason, Michael Gleason designed cereal boxes and uh, cakes and everything and plastics uh, sandwiches I don't know I don't know it, it it's not bothering me yet but I I don't want Corrie to start doing too much I, hope, I I'm hoping that they don't need to because the more sponsorships they go after makes it seem like Coronation Streets in you know financial troubles
0: I think it's more the case that you know they they can if they can sell it why wouldn't they uh, which is unfortunate but you know at the same time if you get money if you can if you need money you get it how you can I'll just do a quick quote oh go on <clears throat> so in MacLeod um I read a bit of this quote I won't read all of it because I don't want to spoil too much the presence of a real purple brick sign outside adds a little bit of extra realism to a really relatable story um. Ben Carter, who's Purple Bricks Market Chief, I don't think that's what he is, I think he's the marketing manager, (laughs) says, we are delighted to work with Coronation Street to sell a true British television icon like the Rover's Return. It's a fantastic opportunity for the Purple Bricks brand to be seen by millions of TV viewers and we look forward to getting it sold like we do for thousands of homes across the country every year.
1: Yeah, you're right, there's no way they're not going to sell it. Are they? If that full sale sign's going out there and it's sponsored, they are going to sell it. And really, it's it kind of should be sold quite quickly because if it's up there for a long time, it makes it look like they're not doing a good job. I know,
0: this is the problem. How much pre- like how much pressure have they put on to, to the... This is why I kind of like what they've done with the co-op and Costa because they're so unobtrusive. A character gets a coffee and you make no judgment about Costa... You know, yeah. it doesn't affect the story whether a character's holding coffee or not. But having a having this is is very intrusive. Mm. Um, Maybe, and uh, at the moment, just to point out, the housing market in this country—not that it's a house, but I don't know what—I don't know how you sell a pub, to be honest. Um, but the housing market in this country is absolutely bonkers. People are selling their houses within a day of them going on sale yeah. for for more than the asking price at times because property is booming Um, there's the stamp duty which will be reintroduced by the time that they put this on sale but there's no real signs of it slowing down so realistically if you put the rovers up for sale you probably sell it really quickly like you said (laughs) I
1: wonder But there's a possibility that Johnny and Jenny don't split up Please, 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 and they stay together and somebody just buys the rovers and you know, and they and Johnny and Jenny can continue to be the landlord like and lady like of it. Buys yeah. it. I wonder whether Ronnie buys it. Oh because he's a bit rich, isn't he? He's a bit
0: rich, he seems to be.
1: Um Oh,
0: that's a good point.
1: And that just popped into my head.
0: That'd be really cool if one of the Baileys owned the owned the rovers. I don't though. think
1: everybody would agree that the Baileys owning the rovers would be cool.
0: I know, but it'd be worth it to roll up the racists, wouldn't it? I th- I, is that what you're referring to? No, it? no,
1: no. I just said uh, not everyone's a fan of the Baileys.
0: Okay, um, I was I was going from a different angle.
1: No, no, I. And and I, and I don't see the Baileys at the moment. I, has, Ronnie doesn't seem to me like he's got. A massive shelf life.
0: Yeah, but imagine if he if he buys the Rovers and moves in and becomes the landlord, and then DD Dee Dee rocks up and be, becomes a barmaid. But Come
1: if, on, DD. If, if if he buys the Rovers and Johnny and <laughs> he and, 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 and he and well, you started it. I, know I did. He and Jenny are having a secret affair under Johnny's nose.
0: I don't think he's the... going to sell the Rovers. I I if Jenny and Johnny and um, if Jenny's having an affair with. Ronnie. Ronnie. The least likely thing is that the Rovers get sold without Johnny knowing. Surely, what's going to happen if if you're talking about an affair, is that he's going to find out and they have to sell the Rovers because they get divorced.
1: Yeah, well, we'll see. Although it would be but quite there's, there's actually, my theory.
0: it would be quite cool if Jenny and Johnny had um split up and had a divorce and Johnny like sold the Rovers like I you know like it's kind of like to revenge on on Jenny like you can't have everything you want you know I know this was your dream your lifelong passion to be the landlady of the Rovers (laughs) I'm taking it away from you and then Ronnie goes I'll buy it and you can be the landlady that would be kind of cool
1: the sole landlady
0: and then Jenny if, stays if, behind if the bar. Gonna,
1: I mean, I, if one of them is going to... I mean, if one of them is going to stay behind the bar, obviously I want it to be Jenny. But story... I think that Johnny has got a real decent presence as a landlord as well. I think they both, they, as a pairing, they, they've got so much potential.
0: Wow. Um, let's see it then. Yeah. Anyway, um, I can't even say this, but I will anyway. If this story ends with Jenny not, not being the landlady of the Rovers, I'm going to boycott Purple Bricks. I already am, so I can't threat. say it.
1: <laughs> are we done? Are we done for the evening? I think we are. I, I feel no way, we're done.
0: I can in no way recommend nor not recommend Purple Bricks. At the moment. Well, our friends use them to sell because they're cheap, cheap, skates. So <laughs> if you're a cheap skate, it might appeal to you.
1: <laughs> right. Should we, should we go? I'm done. I'm tired. I don't think it's Purple Bricks really midnight. wanted
0: uh, their sponsorship of Coronation Street to end in. One of the podcasts that talks about the show slagging off the company. For... I'm not
1: slagging off the company. I I'm am. I've got, got no beef with purple bricks. I think they've got a very snazzy sign colour. No. I like a bit of purple. Reminds me of Cadbury's dairy milk.
0: Mm. I just think, why would you... Why... Don't... There's it's very few things that you should DIY. Being an estate agent is way too stressful. Why would you put that on yourself? What like about
1: your, your staircase banister in number three? Just get someone else to do it. It's going to take you two years. Done. Bye. Thanks for listening. The music of this podcast came from podcastteams.com.